Hey, get ready. The Robert Scott Bell Show is about to commence. Uh, it is the, uh, what is it, Wednesday, the 23rd of uh, August, 2023. And that's the edition you're plugged into if you're plugged in live. And I appreciate you being here. We've got uh, my buddy Frank Cousineau joining us. One last big push for the Cancer Control Society's 48th annual event in Glendale, California. And we're going to be there over Labor Day weekend. And my good buddy, Bobri Oren, is going to join us, too. A little bit of updates uh, on uh, the folium and more. Uh, in the first hour, though, we got to talk about the things that, uh, darn it, Super Don did this. It's not me. Things I was right about, <laughs> again. Um, and this relates to uh, Fauci's, Fauciisms, uh, COVID vaccines. Are they vaccines or are they gene therapy? I said the V word, didn't I? And the Gates Foundation pushing digital IDs. And that's one of the things I've been warning y'all about for a long, long time. And so we've got to revisit it. And for those of you who knew the Robert Scott Bell Show, maybe visit it for the first time. I can't imagine that's it's possible though. So tell your friends, your family, come on, join us in at robertscottbell.com slash listen. The chat room's there. It's happening on the various social media platforms where we're not banned. You can join us there as well. And uh, let's get this healing party started right about now. The Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Scott Bell Show. The voice of health, freedom, and liberty, The Robert Scott Bell Show. Yes, I got the Cancer Control Society's 48th annual uh, convention on my mind. It's coming up faster than uh, blank. It will be there. Glendale, California. So we got Frank Cousineau scheduled to join us again. Uh, one last reminder. I'll be talking about it, but I want Frank up there with some updates on the program so you know who's going to be coming. And uh, Bobbery uh, should be there with Folium as well and others. And I, and I just secured uh, uh, Cardio Miracle will have on tap. <laughs> this is going to be fun. I, I love pouring. I like playing bartender. I'm not a real bartender, but I play one on whatever. Uh, I pour silver shots and copper shots and Cardio Miracle shots and keeping you all strong and healthy wherever I am and wherever I go. And that is the Cancer Control Society's 48th annual conference. That's coming up. Uh, what else is coming up? Do I really have to mention the F word again, Super D? Really? You're going to make me open on a story about the F bomb, the F word? Uh, this is this is a family-friendly show. We typically don't do the F word. Jonathan E. Mord knows the F word, and he doesn't like to say it either. And you know what that word is? It's Fauci. <laughs> or that. <laughs> That's much more pleasant than saying the F-A-U-C-H-O-C-I word anyway uh in a recent uh video recording at an event he was at i don't know if he knew anybody was going to see it or not he's you know he's working with georgetown university again another uh, uh marxist uh university like most of them are at this point fauci declares that lockdowns were absolutely justified and he suggests they should be used again to well if not force vaccinations make it so damned inconvenient that you won't be able to leave your house without one. Let's just say, oh, that's not force, right? You still have a choice to stay at home and do nothing, starve to death. Don't, don't you love that? They, they say, you know, we talk about free will, free choice, agency, free agency. And they say, well, you didn't have to get the shot. And then you come back with, well, my only choices were get the shot or lose my job or get the shot 
and my kid can't go to school or get the shot. My kid can't play in sports or get the shot or I can't travel. And of course, as they restrict you further, like they did even in Australia, get the shot or you cannot leave your house without permission. You can't go more than 100 feet, 100 yards, whatever it is within that little zone or that area, which would be made full on permanent in a utopian or dystopian, I shall say, science fiction novel by Philip K. Dick come to life that's going to be real through the use of digital identifiers and or central bank digital currency. I'll get I'll get more into that a little bit later. But this uh, article is called Dossier.today by a Jordan Schachtel. I think we've, we've uh, referenced him before. He says, retired government bureaucrat says that the tragedy in Maui was due to climate change as well. That, that's another thing. You're like, ay, 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 ay. Fauci is now an expert on climate change. And he knows that fires are due to climate change. What about all the fires that have occurred throughout the history of the planet? Were those also due to climate change? What about arson? Arson, the fires that were started on purpose by somebody. Is that also due to climate change? This guy is, I can't say the words because it's a family-friendly show, but let's just call him a bonehead. And that's really being insulting to boneheads. He was at a university virtual event titled Pandemic Lessons and Role of Faculty in Pandemic Preparedness with, with Dr. Anthony Fauci. And, and uh, in this article, it goes into uh, just kind of right to cuts to the chase so you don't have, have to watch the whole thing on YouTube. And, and it's, a, it's unfortunate about YouTube, as, as you've heard and seen we've covered recently. They've basically made their censorship more transparent. <laughs> like, we're just going to say it right now. If you, if you weren't clear, if you disagree with the WHO, you're not welcome here. If you disagree with local health authorities, you're not welcome here. On and on it goes. So you don't have a free speech platform, nothing that resembles it, other than if you want to watch music or, or silly cat videos, or if you want to watch Fauci present uh, nonsense and lies and deceptions and disgusting drivel. You can watch that on YouTube. Fauci falsely claimed that New York City was overrun and had cooler trucks outside because they had no places to put all the dead bodies. He said this, you had to have something to immediately shut down the tsunami of infection. Adding that lockdowns, lockdown was absolutely justified. <laughs> I, I love the article who wrote, wrote this because he, he, he said lockdowns ha have a purpose. Uh, the pseudoscientist continued. That's my kind of article talking about Fauci because he's not a scientist. When he, anybody says you question me, you question science, and that is anti-science is a pseudoscientist. One of the great purposes, he says, if you don't have a vaccine, it's to get more ventilators. What have we learned about ventilators? That they were responsible for killing almost everybody who was put on them. <laughs> Did he not pay attention to anything? Is he incapable of learning anything or his intent and purpose is just pure deception for profit, for power, to serve his paymasters. Beazelbub, maybe? One of the purposes, if you don't have a vaccine, is to get more ventilators. I get... Uh, super done. I'm trying to find a way to have some level of <laughs> any semblance of nicety to say this guy has a scientific bone in his body, even. Um, 
Ventilators? Well, first off, it's like... I thought Fauci went away, but apparently he didn't. Nah. Um, and apparently people still want to have him come and talk to them. Oh, they still fawn over him. Um, but, yeah, you know, I saw this and I was just like, damn it. <sighs> I know. You know, it's like people I, are like, oh, like you, you've been saying for the last couple of days. So yeah. what do you think, Super Don? You think they're going to try and do a lockdown again? Mm-hmm. No, nah, I don't think they could get away with it and stuff like that. And this crap keeps I'm popping up you, and I'm just like, now, they, now, now I have to look at this and listen, I still believe, I okay. still hold to my opinion. Yes. That I don't think they can pull it off unless. Right. Asterisk, right? Yes. Unless they come up with a way to scare the bejesus out of people mm-hmm. enough to make them afraid enough to comply. Okay. But, but my, my only point to your point, it's not a disagreement, is that it looks like they're attempting to lead us down. Well, that road and, again. and you know what? Yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, unless I'm going to be in denial, I'm going to be no, a denialist, you, right? Be, Am I a denialist? Don't be a denialist. You know what I'm saying, though. Yeah, uh, right. It's like I see this cr- stuff like this. And I'm just like, come on, guys. Mm-hmm. You know, why? Don't make me look stupid here, please. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't see that you guys are going to be able to do this, but these little things keep popping up here and there. So, so my I'm, point I'm is st- that they are trying. They are working I, their way and trying. I'm not there yet. Okay. But I'm getting frustrated because, <laughs> yes, you know, I you see like every day now. Now, here's here's the question: mm-hmm. Is Fauci still influential enough that he could be like instrumental on lockdowns happening again? I mean, what is it he's doing now? He's working with Georgetown University as a like as a, a professor. professor yeah. So I mean, it's not like he has any decision making, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, powers, but. It is awful coincidental, isn't it? Yeah. And then he says this. If you have a vaccine available, you might want to lock down temporarily so you can get everybody vaccinated. Right. So, I mean, in this in this this speech he was giving, mm-hmm. he was, you know, basically saying everything that happened was okay. It was justified yeah, and, and everybody did what they were supposed to do and it worked. Yeah. And then, he, it goes in, and then he goes into climate change playing a role in causing the outbreaks. Climate yeah, that, that was left field. I don't know. Yeah. Where are you getting that from? Fauci. Yeah. That's just that's And then just he says silliness. this, and I quote, he calls for an international commitment to decrease the carbon imprint, no, no typo, the carbon imprint in society so you don't have the kind of, kinds of crazy weather we're having in this country. Oh, so now with, he's an environmentalist. With all, with all the scientific <laughs> evidence he doesn't have to support the assertion, he makes the, cer- the assertion. He got bored with imprint. HIV, and yeah. he got bored with uh, COVID. Now he's yeah. uh, now he's moved on to uh, climate and change, then, I guess. And then he goes to Maui, and he says, it's completely really amazing what happened, what's happened with climate change, talking about Maui. And Super D, again, I know we are loath to just jump onto any uh, a proclamation or claim about what went on in Maui, but... There are so many strange anomalies. You have to acknowledge that. Go, what is the end result? Even if it wasn't the intent, you got to go, that's suspicious, right? All of the offers to come in and take the land, buy the land, you know, and it's not unusual to see that happen in terms of uh, rich developers, et cetera. But what is unusual here, I guess you could say in a, in a, uh, you know, in a limited way, is that if it indeed hundreds of children were killed, and they don't know who they are. They don't know where. To, there's such weirdness about that, how this all transpired and why they didn't act to prevent this tragedy as opposed to doing the things they did to facilitate a devastating disaster. 
that, you know, that don't make sense in terms of what you would normally do in such a circumstance. Now, again, I'm uh, not claiming that I have all the answers on this, Super D. That's not what I'm saying. No, I understand. Yeah. And, I, yeah. you know, and look, I, again, I have to be cautious, mm -hmm. okay? Because it's not like this is the first time that a local government has screwed the pooch during a, a, a major catastrophe. I mean, let's, yeah. go, let's go back to Katrina and look how that mm -hmm. was handled. Right. Right? Yeah. I mean, the response to that was abysmal. And, and thousands of people died, and it was horrible, right? right? Now, was that a uh, something that was uh, orchestrated by HARP to mm -hmm. create the weather thing and then cause, you know, these problems in stereo? I mean, if you looked hard enough, you probably could start connecting some dots, mm -hmm. you know, that you could come up with a, a theory, okay? So I think it's, I, I don't know. Well, That's just me. Look. I, I think that you can fundamentally agree that the incompetence of government and government bureaucracies could lead to something like Katrina, for instance, and even arguably a disaster that happened in Maui. You could argue it. And at a certain point, you go, are they really that incompetent or are they participating in something that is much more nefarious? Now, I, I, I listen, I, and I have yeah. I've pondered this. I've mm -hmm. had this conversation with many people, yeah. people that want to find, find uh, uh, something nefarious. Yeah will have their opinion. Mm -hmm. People like me, who's usually not looking for something nefarious, I think I'm pretty close to the mark. Government is stupid. Incompetent. We, you know, we have this, this, this picture in our head, a lot of people do anyway, uh, and it's, it's completely misplaced. This picture in your head that, oh man, the government, they've got all this technology and this stuff. And we watch these TV shows where they've got like these computers and this amazing technology and stuff and things happen and stuff like that. When in reality, really, people... You know, people are just dumb. They don't have it together. They don't have the capabilities that we think that they do. That's just my opinion. Mm -hmm. But it's just, how many examples do we need, you know, of just, you know, it looks like the Three Stooges are running everything in this country. It yeah. really, it does. You know, when it comes down to it, when the rubber meets the road, you know, and, and things need to get done, um, they don't. They take forever. They never happen. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's so to me, I think I think people have this picture and I think it's done intentionally. I think it's done intentionally to give people this feeling, you know, this this this, uh, you know, this opinion of, you know, the oh, the government's got it all together and they're so efficient and they're so capable and they've got all yeah. this. And, and when in reality, really, you know, they, they act like they do. But mm -hmm. when when something happens, it, it's just utter chaos. Ha hasn't. um let's say at least a big part of this show, Ben, since you've been on board, pulling back the curtain on the imbecility and incompetence, disastrous, dunderheaded people parading as smart doctors. How, how many times do I have to keep pointing oh, out yeah, how no, wrong same they are? Thing. Absolute, it, absolutely same and yet, thing. Yeah. And, yet, and yet at the same time, we can say incompetency can only go so far among smart people. Now, am I going to say that Fauci, the guy that we love so much, right, facetiously said, is really dumb, you know, about these things? Or is he paid very well to script out something that's a narrative to continue to forward a narrative that some people are captured by and, and fawn and worship over him, despite, you know, the vitriol thrown his way, and I think rightfully so, about how wrong he has been? Does he actually believe what he says? I don't know for certain, but here I'm bringing this up, Superdy, from your critical thinking skills perspective to say how much incompetence could continue to allow the entire vaccine industrial complex to continue one more day, considering 
pretty profound, let's say, revelations about if not correlation, causal direct effects in terms of time frame over the years and combine that with the fact that no, again, placebo-controlled studies, blinded studies have been done to show safety and efficacy. And then you go, all right, these people are either nefarious or they're morons that they can't see it or they won't see it because they have a religious worldview like the skeptics, et cetera. There's a certain point where I don't think it's a stretch to go, yes, there are some people on this planet that have nefarious intent that don't care if they kill you or harm you or harm children just so long as they profit and have power. Sure. And, and the fact that we're not like that is used against most of us who don't believe that others would do it because we wouldn't do it. That's part of the play, as I've said, over many, many years. Yes, this is the reason why you never were on Rusty Humphrey's show ever. <laughs> right. Well, and, and th this is also the reason why I am highly suspicious of things, events like the level of incompetence exceeding even incompetence when you see in response to what they said to do at Maui and what's transpiring there, for instance. And also other evidences, you know, within... Uh, agenda 21 scenarios, event 201 scenarios, where you go, these things are indeed planned. They're not accidental and it's not incompetent. The plan worked on some level, what they have proposed, what they have practiced, what they said. And when Fauci said there will be a pandemic, remember during Trump's term, he wasn't going maybe, might be. It was like he knew something and it was going to happen. And then we come to find out this was not a natural occurrence. It was engineered. It was released. On and on it goes. So you can't completely say they're all imbeciles. They're all incompetent. That on some level there are plans. Not everybody's aware of every aspect of the plan. But I think critical thinking skills intact, Super D, would you acknowledge that there are nefarious plots afoot as well? I think so. And I think it's a really good plan. And I think they should call it Preparation H. <laughs> I just, That's I, my answer. I, I, just, I, threw, I think I threw go. up a little in my mouth. There you go. <laughs> through your through your stainless steel straw. Right. Yes. I uh, I uh, appreciate you. You know that, my brother. I do. So second article here from Children's Health Defense is by Mercola. And he writes this. And this is what I also have said almost from the moment we realized what was going on with what they call COVID vaccines, that they are not and never will be, never have been, actual what we used to know as vaccines. You're now, saying this, vaccine. You I know. This might vaccine. get us banned. Um, oh, by the way, let me just cut yeah. you off there for just a second. Sure, sure. Talk about getting banned. Today, uh -huh. I've mm -hmm. got... Okay, let me get rid of this here. Mm -hmm. There we go. Uh, check yeah. this out. Uh, today, I, I went to our face, Facebook page. Yeah. And and let me sh just show you here. I made a little video of it here, so you can see what happens here. This 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 happened to me uh, today. So I get this this thing here. Yeah. Your post goes against our community standards on false information about COVID nineteen. Yeah. Uh, okay. Which 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 post? So I don't know. And it says here we use the same community standards. Yada yada yada. Our review team. Blah blah blah. Whatever. Yeah. How we make decisions. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Fine. Uh, our standards here, we you, don't you allow you to mis, mis, mislead people, share something that could discourage people from seeking medical treatment. And here's mm -hmm. the WHO thing, right? They can't yeah. disagree with them. So, so let me just pause this right here. Let's see here. Pause. There we go. This is the final uh, window that comes up. Okay. What would you like to do? Yeah. It gives you one option. Yeah, no one else can see your post, and you'll no longer be able to request a review. It gives you one option. Except what would you decision? Look at nothing. that. I'm, I'm like, yeah. I'm like it, trying to scroll. There's like yeah. nothing there. This the little continue button won't light up unless you click on accept yeah. decision. Yeah, and I'm like, 
right? What, what, what is this? What would you like to See, do? These are the right? same people that believe that you have a choice to not get vaccinated, but then you can't leave your home. <laughs> you have a choice to not wear a mask, but then you can't leave your home. You follow me here? That's where you can't say incompetence is the dominant factor in this particular uh, psyop, so to speak, as it's manifesting. It is really an attempt to incorporate a, a totalitarian control of all of society. There is no freedom in it. There is no real choice. There is no agency. There is no informed consent. And so you find out that Facebook is participating in being the enemy of freedom on the planet, much like mm -hmm. most of these social media networks that we use to get some messages out while we can. Oh, but wait, there's more. I just went over to uh, back to Facebook there to go back to Facebook and look yeah. what happens here. We removed some of your content due to cybersecurity? Cybersecurity. What did they remove? They won't tell you. Look, you click on it and there's nothing there. Continue to avoid restrictions on your account by following our community standards. So but that doesn't tell you what they removed, why they removed it. Nothing. Mm -hmm. This is Facebook. Yeah. Twice in the same day. Who's the lizard boy that runs it? That's uh, <laughs> Captain Jiu-Jitsu Pants uh, yeah. Zuckerberg. Right. So, folks, as much as we have benefited by the outreach, the reality is I see them coming and clamping down even more once again. Even with all of the obviousness of the government collusion and censorship of messages now, they have gotten the memo. They're still doing it even without the overt, you know, things that are going through the courts about what the Biden administration did and demanding. And certain Democrat leftist Congress critters demanding that the social media outlets censor messages that go against the WHO, go against vaccines or mana from heaven. On and on it goes. And it's disgusting absolutely disgusting there is nothing uh, there's no reward in heaven for these people if they even get there if you believe in it for doing this and this is why censorship is a scourge it is never done by the good guys if you say you're a good guy and you're censoring you're not a good guy i think there's some things that are that clear and you know the delineation therein you know for those that would say well you support censorship because you don't want uh, transvestite whatever's dancing scantily clad in, in libraries, reading to children. It's not the same thing. When we talk about age-appropriate content, that's not the same as censorship, you know, for adults that want to engage in. But again, when, you, when it involves children, of course, that's the line we don't cross. That's the line we don't want anybody to have to. You don't cross that. But that's where, you know, a lot of folks are pushing the envelope on, uh, you know, because of very strange derelictions that they have that they want to normalize. You know, like the things in California when they said, children should be able to consent to have certain relations that with adults. It's like, it's, it, you tie it all in and you're like, there's nothing less than the word evil at that point, Super D. And I don't like to throw that uh, word around just every day, every moment. But when you start messing with kids in this way, and of course, if we talk about the danger that these things pose to kids and moms who would be pregnant and have kids, and they say, well, that violates our community standards. We're here trying to protect kids and women are pregnant, and you want to ban us for that, what are you participating in? On all sincerity, I'm asking that question. And so, you know, a story like this could get us tagged as well that Mercola wrote at the Defender about COVID jabs, injections not being what they claim they are, but in fact they are gene-altering. And I, I hate to use the word therapy because therapy indicates a therapeutic benefit when they're completely detrimental to your health. 
and I've, I, as soon as this came out and we realized what these things were, we said, this is not a, a, a V word. This is something that's going in synthetic mRNA made by man, not by God, altered into existence. It didn't, didn't exist in nature to be delivered through these so-called lipid nanoparticles along with other chemicals to get, you know, bypass certain pr uh, protections your bodies and your cells would have into the deepest layers and levels of functionality down to the DNA to alter what? What does RNA do in nature? Reser reverse transcriptase, it communicates to DNA, this is what you should make. That's the communication. That's the pathway. So what do you think synthetic this mRNA is supposed to do? Go in to communicate with DNA. This is the proteins we want you to make. Would you normally make them in a million years? Not likely. This was engineered. This was manufactured. And then we go into you know further discussions of controversy regarding the plasmid structures that are engineered and little splicing and little genetic uh, sequences that seem to mimic or be identical to what we talked about uh, the venoms, the the you know the toxic poisons from the natural world, then synthesized by big pharma for the use as medicines, perhaps. But in this way, uh, the use is is uh, slower or faster kill shots depending on who's receiving them and how long it takes. I don't think I'm exaggerating. If anything, I'm underplaying it just so maybe we won't get banned for another day on some other, on some other platform. This is again, why I urge you and ask you sincerely, please sign up for our newsletter at robertscatbell.com to bypass the censors because there will be other platforms that inevitably in this clampdown that you see happening here. As much as Super Don doesn't want to see it, I'm not throwing him under the bus. He's just like, you know, he, he's he's slow to come on because he's very meticulous about before he jumps on anything. And I respect that. That's not, the, this is not about throw Super Don. It's not. I'm just saying that there is a gradual approach here that I'm witnessing. A lot of things that are telegraphing where they would like to go. I don't think it's arguable that they would like to go there. The question is, will they succeed? And I agree, unless it's a horrifically frightening thing that gets you out, out of your mind, scares you out of your wits. Now you're not thinking clearly again, critically again, then you go back into, okay, well, this time for real, uh, you know, Lucy's telling Charlie Brown, she's not going to move the ball. I'm not going to move. I, I promise this time I'm not. And you believe it because you're so frightened that you have no choice or you believe you have no choice. And the irony is that they're limiting your choices. And then you buy into that belief that they've in, in, in programmed into you through fear. And then you live as if the choices they've give you are still choices. So you don't rebel as slaves would at a certain point. Would you rather, you know, live as a slave or die fighting for your freedom? So it's a big question, I know. And I, you know, I mentioned the issue of the controversy of the word slavery as well, coming from the Slavs, the Slavs, Slavics. Uh, this is not a new concept on planet Earth. You could probably find evidence for every race, color, religion, creed in the history of the Earth at one time being enslaved by someone else. Doesn't make slavery right on any level, but it also shows you that for those that are uh, just arguing that slavery started in 1619, they're also disingenuous on the real history of planet Earth and the people on it. And dare I would uh, posit the possibility that people have lived before as different colors, races, creeds, religions, and they're playing the same play out 
over and over and over again, and they identify so strongly with the physical shell they inhabit while they are here that they are blinded to a larger and deeper spiritual reality that that goes beyond time and space. I know I'm going into some pretty deep overnight discussions here, but hey, this is my show. I can do that. So that they are limited in their worldview and then easily manipulated and controlled to fear one another and to hate one another and to fight one another. Again, the over-identification with some external uh, attribute, if you will. Go back to Dr. Seuss, read about the the star belly sneeches, you know, this kind of concept. Do children naturally come out of the womb? Racist, prejudiced, da 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 I think we've seen enough to see that kids, until they learn from their parents about the world around them, whether uh, they should fear or hate certain groups, it's not natural by definition because they see a color that it's automatically that they're that way. There, there have been arguments made, that, but I don't believe that because these kids are closer to their true nature. Their self is not the body they inhabit, but the soul, the spiritual entity of creation, the divine spark of God that they are. And that we are convinced we are something less than that or not that at all by the social constructs, the social consciousness, particularly by people that even might mean well, that have bought into the lies and deceptions that you are not a spiritual being created by God, but that you are just this lump of flesh that somehow randomly got here and just accept your lot in life. If you happen to be not one of the ones in the big club, you just got to do what you're told. And this, we get into caste systems coming out of the Eastern parts of, of the history of the world versus what was unique in terms of a government that is the United States in developing a, a system, if you can call it that, that would abhor and, and eschew the concept of caste systems, the limitation of your ability to rise in the ranks of whatever you perceive life to be through freedom that you could innovate, utilize your creative imagination and engage and learn and test and experiment and do extraordinary things that governments of old would have put you in prison would you have done that? And I'm not talking about violating other people's right to life, liberty, and property, basically going back to the common law. And what we have here are people in the so-called medical and or scientific realm, pseudo or whatever, violating those essential spiritual realities to tell you that you are a random act of them. That you're alive thanks to doctors in the 20th century that came up with the V word and began injecting babies and adults if they could get away with it. And that's the only reason you should be bowing down, kissing our boots and be thankful and grateful for us because of what we provide for you. And that includes the A word, the antibiotics development in the 20th century, without which we'd all be dead, right? Never mind the entire history of natural remedies or medicines on planet Earth and the ability to manage and triage infections outside of even a hospital setting. With the use of the various things that I've talked about for years and many more things I haven't talked about, whether it be bioactive silver hydrosol, whether it be immune modulating herbs, whether it be other antioxidants, other things, I mean, all of the things in the natural world that are provided to us for our benefit. And yet those are denigrated. Those are called quackery or, or snake oil medicine, all of that stuff. You hear those terms. And this is done by people who have either lost their way or do know better and even worse, nefariously are suppressing our ability to reconnect with the source of all wisdom, all life, all love, God itself. And so when I look at all of these plays that are playing out, it's not that I don't delve into them and talk about them. We do. But I'd like to think 
and beyond thinking live the reality that those people don't have the power that you think they have. The power they have is an illusion because you have fed into the illusion and you feed that illusion with your support energetically through fear or monetarily through taxes, whatever it is, that you prop up their power structure, which is completely artificial and relies on your belief in them and the reality that they paint because they have been given, yes, believe it or not, by God, free will to do even these horrible things. And we have been given that same free will by God to participate and prop up those things in fear because we've been convinced we are somehow less than them, which we are not. But the only way you could be less than anything is if you don't acknowledge your divinity, your connection to creation itself, that, div- that divine spark that is you. And so we are manipulated into believing a lot of the lies and deceptions that they have the power to do everything that they've done to us, so to speak. And we look back a few years into the COVID crazy lockdowns, shutdowns, mask mandates, COVID jab mandates, and we go, how many times have you heard from people that are not necessarily speaking from a pulpit of any kind? Not religious leaders necessarily on a broad scale or a local scale that are saying right now, do not comply that are saying that if you had not complied one by one by one to this mass amount of compliance, they could have never gotten away with the first round of this nonsense. But you were too scared. We were too scared. Afraid, fear. Fear led us down this path, and we blame Fauci. Or, you know, look, I can look at Fauci and go, he's a disgusting, if you can call him a human being for what he's done, but he's out there learning lessons as well, and he's been granted free will by the same God that created me and all of y'all. That was his choice. That is his choice. He has to live with those choices. Maybe he's still trying to run away from those choices, pretending that he was right and that all, and still what? Pay back those who paid him to do what he has done while he had the fiefdom at NIAID controlling billions, maybe trillions. I don't know how much it adds up to now over 40 years. Directing monies to investigate only those things that they were allowed within the pharmaceutical box and construct to investigate. Anybody who decided to study things outside of that box, unless they had some form of tenure, were done. And they were not going to get any more grants, even if they had tenure. But those like Peter Duesberg, Professor Duesberg, I mentioned many times over the years, had him on. What an amazing soul. We'll look back on him as a historical figure. He's still around, thank God. But as a historical figure of a Copernicus, Galileo, Semmelweis kind of guy. Like also an Andy Wakefield, who stood against everybody just about in the medical field that tried to destroy him, his very essence, not just his medical uh, license for daring to make a connection where there cannot be a connection made because to do so would be to destroy the power structure of yeah, the evildoers by choice on this planet. Even if they believe it, even if they're true believers in this Luciferian construct that we can inject toxic poisons or now mRNA to alter DNA protein synthesis and call it a vaccine, I'm sorry, the V word, and not what it is, gene-altering experiments. And this article goes into that. Mercola does a good job in, in referencing the things we've talked about here on this show, almost from the word go, the moment we started realizing what this thing, what these things were. That's why I was loath to call it a vaccine even today. 
And when we call it a jab, that doesn't do it justice. We've talked about that, calling it an injection. And even then, it doesn't describe what this injection does. Altering DNA protein synthesis, is that not altering genetic integrity? I would say so. Model legislation coming through our friends at the National Health Freedom Association and, and National Health Freedom Action. They acknowledge what happened in Utah with a genetic protection bill that passed a couple of years ago in the midst of COVID that would preclude and prevent the government or corporations, for that matter, to mandate anything that would alter your genetic integrity in order to participate in a job or school and on and on it goes. They didn't realize that they were signing a bill that would preclude them from mandating things like mRNA injections that they wrongly call vaccines. So there are ways around this and through this, even through the existing government structure. But ultimately, when all else fails, you have to stand your ground and say, this shall not pass and mean it. And make them fear you more than you fear them. Or maybe you don't fear them at all anymore. And that's frightening to them. That might be enough. So as we move forward to what they are inevitably, invariably doing and telegraphing, another lockdown, another mask mandate, another COVID jab mandate of some kind, you simply don't show up. You don't participate this time. The question is, will you actually stand on principle or will you cave? Now, the folks that didn't cave the first time around, I can't imagine that you're going to cave the second time. So now it's the question of all those that cave the first time around that are still alive, injured, wounded, whatever. Will they fall back into line or will they say, uh-uh, never again? Yad Vashem, if we will. But here it is. If the Jews in Israel could forget about the lessons that led up to the Holocaust in Nazi Germany in World War II, then any of, any of us can we're, we're vulnerable to forget. So I can't put it past, folks, as much as Super Don, and I'd like to agree with you 100% of the time, but we have disagreements on things. <laughs> I'd like to agree with you that they can't get away with, they won't get away with it. But my, my concern, and I'm not saying you're wrong, is that if the Jews could forget all the things that led up to the Holocaust in Israel to show the things that happened that we covered, then anybody could forget anything. Maybe Dude, even this. Listen, I, I, you and I will not disagree on that concept or that, yeah. that, that belief, because I've said for years, you know, the thing is the longer you live on this, this planet, Mm-hmm. The more you notice stuff like this, right? You know, because yeah. you've you've had experience, right? And, and I, I can't tell you how many times I just shake my head because it's like the American public has this this global mm-hmm. case of of uh, Alzheimer's disease, where they just yeah. you know it's like they get totally screwed over, you know, by some president during some administration or something like that, and then eight years later they repeat the exact same thing, and people are like shocked. Oh my goodness! How care? How how can you do something like that? Well, you did that eight years ago. They, you don't remember the the thing and the yeah, no people. People have short attention spans and 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 short term memory loss. Yeah. So yeah, but I think I don't think it, it's been long enough. Yeah. I, listen, I could be wrong. I could, I could be totally no, wrong. And and, and they're like, gonna come I, on and go. I, hey guys, it's it's uh it's COVID I, again. Put on I your don't mask. I believe that we could forget this quickly, but. As I said, the astonishing realities, what, you know, I was aghast, that word, aghast. I was aghast with what happened in Israel among the people there. Now, I know it was not everybody. We featured some folks from Israel talking about it. Now, our buddy Kevin is there. So there will be more maybe pushing back against it now that they saw that Netanyahu sold them out to Pfizer and on and on it goes. But again, these are the same, indus- this is the same industry that was broken up after World War II from IG Farben. 
it's like they never went away. They sort of went underground. They came back out with better PR. Here we're here to help you and save the world. Yet here we are, you know, the Bill Gateses of the world that were, were welcomed into the club to continue these nefarious schemes. Yes, I said it. That at some point you cannot claim plausible deniability on, you know, with enough information you go, dude, now your head is purposefully in that sand. The cotton from the pill bottles is in your ears. You are overtly blocking any information coming in that would counteract your worldview that is very profitable to you because you've you've reached a cushy place in society. You're a highly respected physician, surgeon, doctor, uh, government person, media personality. And you don't want to sacrifice that. You know, this is the dilemma. Uh, they're afraid of losing their jobs. And it's like, at what point do you go, I'm sorry that you're going to lose your job. And I really feel bad about it. But isn't it worse that we fall full on into slavery and tyranny? And at what point does the job thing go that, you know, I would rather live as a free person than, you know, as a slave. And what does that mean? You know, our founding fathers put everything on the line and those that fought the Revolutionary War to, to establish a nation that had never been established in recorded history that would protect, defend our freedoms. And now we've fallen prey into a significant percentage of our people in government, including on up to the president, really believe in slavery of various forms and collectivism as the, the argument for it. Greater good arguments will sacrifice you individuals, you individual kids, on and on it goes. And so the question is, will you comply this time? And a lot of people are asking it. I see it out there a lot. Now, Super Don, our, our friend Stephen, I think he said that uh, maybe you should make a Facebook post of the vi of the video of Facebook's claim against our post violating the community standards to expose their agenda. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, can't, I can't. I have to believe that I'm not the only person that's experiencing this. And it's been going uh, on for, for years now. Yeah. But I just think it's it's just... I guess you have to laugh just because what else are you going to do? You can, you know, getting angry at, at the computer is not, has, has not solved anything at this point. No, I mean, it's just um, a big game for them. And yeah, but for I them to go, so what, what, what would you like to do? Yeah. Well, why are you asking me? Well, what they are basically <laughs> saying is you will comply or yeah. we will censor you. Well, the best I could do is, is, uh, uh, just not select anything. Yeah. Although let it ride. Yeah. Like what it was that that favorite uh, lyric of of mine that uh, uh, if you choose not to comply no if you choose not to decide <laughs> you you still have made a choice I still have made a choice yeah, yeah. so you know whatever mm -hmm. you know the other one is is a mistake because there's nothing we post that is is uh, would violate any cybersecurity mm -hmm. rules yeah you know it's an it's their their technology sucks right but what well, are we supposed to do you know it's like. There's a lot of people on Facebook, right? Sure. Well, this is what they want us to do. They want us to censor ourselves in order to maintain reach, in order to maintain. And, you know, there are enough outlets, maybe not as easy to access, but there are enough outlets unless they shut the whole thing down, which maybe they would do if they're that desperate, that we can reach you on. And as I said, please sign up for the newsletter at robertscatbell.com so we can stay in touch no matter what happens because yep. it looks like they're looking to clamp down big time. And I'm, I'm not saying anything probably anybody hasn't been saying right recently, but I, I just want to go into the, 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 the deeper levels of deviousness and what it relates tell to you what, spiritual realities. If they do attempt to do this again, mm -hmm. um, I almost welcome... I mean, well, I guess I do. I, I hope that they do. I hope they do. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, because you saw what happened the first time they did this, right? How many people did it wake up? Yeah. And that's actually, that's a perfect segue into this next article that we've got in the rundown. Yes, it is. Good segue, I mean, think friend. about this for a second, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. They did a poll, apparently, and they found that a third of adults in the poll, which, you know, whenever they do a poll, it's always the idea is, let's get a, a cross-section of, of everybody, mm-hmm. and so that we can then assume that the results of this poll represents the entire country, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, a third of adults believe that COVID-19 vaccines, whoops, COVID-V things yes. caused thousands of sudden deaths. And I look at something like that and I go, a third? How many people are there in this country? Mm-hmm. A third? Yeah. That's a huge number, right? And we've talked mm-hmm. about this before. You know, back in the day, years ago, you know, when, when I first got started with you back in 2005, a lot of this stuff was news to me. You know, I was mm-hmm. kind of like, what? You know, what is this with the people against vaccines and the the stuff and whatever, you know, and, and like you've said before, it was a very small little, you know, little yeah. group, a glue club of people, right? Yeah. Look at what's happened since then. And especially yeah. what's happened in the last three years. What happened when they did this? They exposed themselves for who they are and their mm-hmm. agenda became clear to everybody. We, we, everybody's talking about, we need transparency. You know what? They gave us transparency, but, but they didn't mean to, mm-hmm. right? So if you look at the gains that, that our side of the debate here has yeah. made over the last three years, imagine what would happen if they tried to enforce something like this again. Here's my quote, Super Don. Write this down. By mandating opacity, they gave us transparency. Pretty good, huh? Wow. Just came hold on. Hold on. Yeah. I, need to, I need to call the uh, copyright office. By what? mandating opacity, they gave us transparency and you might want to say inadvertently but basically what you're saying is exactly that because they push so hard to clamp us down and others like us censoring us it ended up that the truth was revealed and is being revealed day by day by day by mandating opacity they what they uh gave us transparency yeah Mm. yeah did you make that up all by yourself? I just did this second. It came through as you were talking about it. It was a beautiful. See, that's teamwork. Teamwork, right? You and me. Right. And everybody out there. Hope you enjoyed that one. Nice. Uh, so uh, a third. So from 1% to 3% to 33%, we could say. That small yeah. percentage when we first started. And, Huge and number. If you look at you know, the, the stats here, look, show the, uh, uh, yeah, there it is right there. Uh, let's see. COVID-19 vaccines have caused thousands of va- uh, sudden deaths and otherwise healthy people. Definitely true. Uh, about 10%. Probably true, uh, about 23%. So, yeah, that is 33%. And then you have the majority they're happy about, at least. Probably false or definitely false. But probably leaves a big, that's the majority, leaves a big gaping hole of possibility. Those are the agnostics, right? Right? Those are the ones that go, yeah, it's probably false. But, hey, they could be convinced. Uh, Right. So this didn't happen because of our efforts. We didn't have that kind of reach. But the fact that they clamped down and made us what? Go away, which we never did. More people found us and, li- and people like us and are now aware of this, and they're recognizing something that w- they would have never recognized had it not been for the lockdowns, the shutdowns, the mandates, and all of that. So, again, by mandating opacity, they gave us transparency like never before we could have achieved. Uh, I, again, I find it absolutely fascinating, this journey we're, we're on. It's in real time this is happening and only accelerating. So what happens next is up to you. It's always up to you. It's always up to me. And had we not 
gone along with it. You know, we could say, hey, some of us didn't. But at the same time, you say, well, it wasn't enough. Well, it's enough that you don't at one level. And it's enough that you don't and you don't. On and on it goes. And this is how the nullification thing happens. Not in mass, one by one by one. And then there, sometimes they call it a critical mass, a hundredth monkey scenario. But a certain point where the noncompliance becomes so overwhelming that they can't achieve their goals, even with all the tanks and guns and bombs and everything else, unless they are willing to, you know, just basically come on out and go, yep, we hate you. We want to kill all of you. And then, of course, that's why the Second Amendment exists as a defense, you know, last line of defense. Now, the First Amendment is there, but the Second Amendment is there if the First Amendment is shut down, is locked down, is, is, is destroyed. Is this me or urging or calling to violence? Not at all. In fact, I abhor that violence. I recognize that we have to be prepared to use it because in that way, you could preclude the need for it. If you are weak and unable to defend yourself, a bully will take advantage of that. If you are strong, you have a natural, uh, let's say, defense without even firing a shot. The perception, real or imagined, that you have the capacity and the willingness to defend yourself means that those wussies on the other side, because they are a bunch of cowards, hiding behind rhetoric and the perception. As I said, the perception becomes reality. The fear that they induce in you feeds them and strengthens them and gives the illusion of their power. And you'll always, you know, somebody can always come up, well, oh, here's a, yeah, they have, you're saying they don't have the power, watch this, and on and on it goes. If you want to keep fighting and defending for them having that power, knock yourself out. I'm not going to engage with you. I'm not going to uh, prop that belief up. That's your belief. You want it, you can have it. That's your freedom. But perhaps maybe many of you in this audience probably have acknowledged that you also don't want to engage with that. Oh, yeah, well, they they do have that power. And, and you're propping up the illusion just by giving it, you know, your belief. Your pr- This is the power you've been given by God, by your creator. But you've been manipulated. And I say this in a not an accusatory way because I'm looking at my own history and recognizing there are times where I didn't, fa- I didn't know any of this. And then one day you wake up and realize that you're like, but yeah, shouldn't it just change instantly? Well, things can change instantly for you. And probably there's points in your time and lifetime where you've seen things change rapidly, but not everybody goes along with it. Case in point, you know, you are in a family, and this is particularly for women and moms, super moms that do everything for everyone, and they just serve and serve and serve until they're near dead from all that service. And one day they wake up and go, wait, wait a minute. There's got to be something. And suddenly they actually mean it. And so the kids go, what, what? You're not going to do what you did? You're... And yep, nope. You're, and then suddenly they either have to change or they rebel initially, or you know, sometimes relationships break up over these things because they don't want to, uh, you know, subject themselves to the same level of this is what they've been trained or broadcast to do. Uh, just be subservient. Do no, you know? Th- these are controversial subjects. I I agree. I, I understand. But trying to give some level of an analogy that if you suddenly realize a situation you've been in no longer works for you. But the others, it seemed that they were happy because it made less work for them. And then you make that switch and change. There's going to be a resistance. If there's enough love there, there may be a way to, you know, change the relationship and the patterns of behavior. Sometimes it doesn't work and you have to move on for your own survival sake. I understand that. But that's the point of how we lost so many friends and family members over the last COVID crazy years that you decided there was your line in the sand you were not going to cross. You didn't fall in line. 
and they did, and it wasn't enough that you didn't and they did. They were so mad at you that you did that they could no longer interact with you. And then they would actually engage in trying to destroy you directly or indirectly. And, and so you had, what, a, 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 an ability to go back in and, and grovel, please, please take me back. I'll, I'll get the shot. Or did you say, no, that shot is a kill shot. I ain't getting that shot. It doesn't matter. I'm sorry that you feel the way you feel. It's really sad or worse, but I ain't going with you on that one. And you can look at yourself in the mirror and go, you know what? I'm not the one being mean, cruel, dismissive, derogatory, denigrating. You are living that truth that is ultimately uplifting and empowering to show them that you can withstand all the assault from authoritarians around the world and not buckle under that pressure. You have become the living example for those that survived the first onslaught and fell for it that are now coming your way or have arrived here. And they rely on you at least somewhat because they saw the strength that you had that they didn't have. Now, not all of them have woken up to that extent and they still look at you and, you know, as, as, as somebody horrible, but don't let yourself lose any sleep or any of that because it's not on you. You're ready to help them. The moment they, they're awake to this, they're like, come on over. I want to help you. They want to see you dead. It's just weird. I know. It's very strange. You're like, why, do, why would people do that? But that's a very low level of, uh, I would call it, survivability. It's a low level of, what, spiritual maturity, dare I say it. And when I say that, I'm not talking about anybody's religion. I'm just talking about a belief system in uh, in all of creation. That you would fall prey to false authority. We've been warned. Most every religion warns you about that, but what that is and how you define it might be a little bit different for everybody. But I think there's a point where all the people of faith would come together and look at what happened from government and even those that claim to be of faith, what they've done in adopting these authoritarian edicts, constructs, mandates, prohibitions, censorship, choices that are not choices that are fully violative of the free will agency that God gave you under COVID. One nation under COVID, what does that even mean? collectivism, communism, Marxism, totalitarianism. Now, these things were are creeping incrementally from the progressive era forward. You know, Jonathan Emord wrote a book about it long before there was COVID. But as I said many times over the years, the vulnerability we all have as a Western culture, whether it be in America, United States, any of the Western cultures that bought into the germ theory as a reason for or an explanation for why people would get sick and die, you catch germs. That was a a gaping hole of vulnerability because that they can come in and say, we've discovered something. You can't see it. Only we can see it. You don't have a test for it. Only we have a test for it. Even though the test is bull snot PCR, as we come back to that, they're using PCR again, Dr. Jack, James Lyons, Weiler, we're going to have on again soon uh, from IPAC. Go to IPAC-EDU.org and take part in these uh, opportunities to learn. Like they're not teaching in universities anymore. And I've got, uh, I think later on the show, I'll, I'll, I'll broadcast some great news about an alignment with Rob Verkirk and the Alliance for Natural Health and IPAC. Oh, I'm so excited. Two of the most awesome folks in the scientific realm coming together. Oh, it's better than chocolate and peanut butter. <laughs> Telling you. And why are people allergic to peanuts? 
Yeah, I know. We come back to the jabs, the injections, you know, the V word. We can't say it. We sometimes let it slip. All right. There is a question of the day coming through, I think, from Deborah. Uh, in this hour, it's a pretty quick one. Deborah asked, could you please recommend a book that explains about the Flexner Report? Thank you much, Deborah. Well, Deborah on the Robert Scott Bell Show website, there's a link to a book. You might have heard of it. Maybe you haven't if you're new to the show called Unlock the Power to Heal. I wrote it along with my buddy Ty Bollinger. And right in the beginning, we go into the Flexor Report of 1910. And it's a very, okay, it's not as elaborate and deep. It's not a whole book about it, if that's what you're asking. But at least gets people started to understand that the Flexner Report was designed, preordained, pre-commissioned, paid-for report by the Rockefeller and Carnegie Foundations with the express purpose of altering medical curricula, medical school curricula, and only legitimize, license, authorize, sanction the schools that would be teaching the emerging field of patent petrochemical medicines that would then be approved and authorized in a monopoly under the Fear and Death Administration, FDA, in the 20th century. And to wipe out all schools that were not teaching that to, to basically make them, you'd say persona non grata, but that concept is not qualified. And that's where we got the term quack. A lot of, you know, they built on the quackery term, which arguably could have come from home, homeopaths talking about doctors who were using quicksilver mercury. That was one historical aspect of, uh, of, of that leading to a point where here we are 48 years later, since the first cancer control society convention in LA 48 years later, Labor Day weekend happening again, all because the freedom to address the, the dreaded C word known as cancer was limited to the big three of chemo, radiation, and surgery. And if you went outside of those three, you were going to be called all the bad words. You were going to be accused of a crime worse than what they claimed Osama bin Laden did that took him 10 years to find him in a cave in Tora Bora or wherever he was in Pakistan on hemodialysis. It took him 10 years. But if you can cure cancer and you put a shingle up and say it without chemo, radiation, and surgery, they will find you in 24 hours or less. I argue now with artificial intelligence, they'll find you yesterday because it's a thought crime <laughs> to even believe it. So if you can, please come to Glendale, California, um, uh, Labor Day weekend. We'll, we'll talk more about that with uh, Frank Cousineau and my buddy Bobri uh, from Folium about that next hour. Check out ipac-edu.org. Learn all about the course offerings there. Our friends at Trinity School of Natural Health every month, new course offerings. And today, I think, is the day, or tomorrow. No, actually, two more days. I apologize. I don't even know what day it is. This week, great deals, great offerings for discounts to be part of the Health Freedom Expo, also to take part in many of the coursework that's available that renews every month at Trinity School of Natural Health. Very rarely do these things go on sale. So go to trinityschool.org and plug into the many options, including 20% off lectures on demand, one of which includes my introduction to clinical homeopathy, call it 101 plus. We can learn a lot of the basics to clear the terrain to detoxify the body, to help facilitate uh, antioxidant activity and actions that now we are taking to new levels thanks to Folium, foliumpx.com. And we'll talk again more about that as well. So with that, I'm going to take a pause at the top of the hour. Oh, yeah. Fo uh, I'm sorry, Deborah. one more thing. I, I don't mean to promote the book that I wrote with Ty Bollinger, uh, only, if you will. But honestly, if you do uh, even a Google search, although I don't want you to do one, do one of those other alternative search engines, and look for Flexner Report 1910. By the way, Super Don, Flexner, I don't know what, how you spelled it today. I just want to make sure you spelled it right. F-L-E-X-N-E-R. Because everybody gets it wrong. It's not Flexnor. It's Flexner. 
F-L-E-X-N-E-R, Flexner Report of 1910. And there are many books written, Super Don what? Did you do it wrong? Well, okay. What? So when, when Deborah sent it in, uh-huh. it was Flexor. Mm. I added an N, mm. but apparently I missed the er, so it does okay. say nor. Oh, oops. Not, not nor. Well, no. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> you had one job. No, everybody not, knows what we're talking. You know the thing. Yeah, the you know thing. the thing. There are many books, including multi, uh, 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 you know, pounds of books. You know, going back to uh, before the Flexner Report, we talk about a divided legacy books, the divided legacy series by Harris Coulter. Um, many books on natural medicine have written and referred to the Flexner Report in 1910. Books on naturopathy, of course, and chiropractic. Uh, so. To me, to say one book, I, other than I've given you the, the briefest introduction, but it just goes right to the heart of what that was all about. And then what has happened 100 years later, Obamacare. Coincidence? I think not. Because more of you were leaving the, the medical monopoly every year, and they needed a way to force you via the what? Tax code, remember? Social engineering through the tax code, it's very real. To make it so you had to participate in the insurance schemes that would only cover Flexner report curricula type medical responses to ailments, illnesses, symptoms, emotions, whatever, because they don't believe there's any other way to address these things because it's profitable not to than those big three, chemo, radiation, surgery. And chemo could be any drug. And antibiotics are forms of chemo, by the way. I've mentioned that many times. So, hey, thank you all for being here. We got a whole other hour of broadcast healing to go. I've got more stories to cover, including... Let me see, what was the, the lead story in hour two I want to get to? Oh, the Gates Foundation and digital IDs. Yeah, I got to review that again. And then we'll have Frank Cousineau from Cancer Control Society, Bob Riorn from Folium PX, bringing the power to heal back where it belongs with each and every one of you because it's not redundant. The power to heal is yours. All right, this hour on the Robert Scott Bell Show, we got uh, Frank Cousineau joining us again from Cancer Control Society in just a few minutes, and also one of the great supporters of that group, and Frank, uh, my friend Bob Riorin uh, about Folium. We got great news coming up, and I want to go through a little bit more about what's happening there. If you aren't enticed and excited to be there with us, uh, you should be after today. We're going to give more detail on some of the, the speakers coming up and everything else. So a little last push. We're almost there. A lot of people make decisions last minute on what they're going to do Labor Day weekend. Come on down to Glendale, California. And uh, I, 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 was, I was joking with a, a friend about this. I said, hey, can you investigate the retail establishments in that area so we can plan our smash and grabs? Because we want to get free stuff, too, like everybody else in California. I'm just teasing. Just a joke. A bad joke. I know. <laughs> We're going to be at the Glendale Hilton. Uh, we should be fine. And I'll even find some organic restaurants to eat at. That's for sure. And there's a lot of them out there. So that's coming up. Uh, Also, speaking of of the word organic, you guys, that means no pesticides, no synthetic toxic poisons that cause cancer on your food, or at least limited it significantly. Uh, And one of the ways you can do so, if you are uh, spraying pesticides around your house, please, if you haven't already switched over to delimining as an ingredient, the distillate from the orange peel, which, by the way, has been investigated uh, by the University of Arizona and other researchers around the world and found to be anti-cancer. That very same ingredient 
not only as a cleaning agent, but it's also something that can eliminate pests like wasps and ants. And I don't think honeybees you want to use it on because I love those things. But, you know, sometimes wasps can be a little aggressive, but uh, fire ants even. We've talked to Tor McPartland. We're going to get him on, I think, maybe even Friday about Orange Guard. Check out orangeguard.com. Go to that website. You can call your local Whole Foods, and there's still some out there. I know maybe you're not a fan of them, but just for the sake of getting more people exposed to the good product that is known as Orange Guard, they have it in their system. Reach out to Whole Foods and say, hey, please make sure you have the Orange Guard, uh, that natural pesticide uh, that is non-toxic and non-causing of cancer. OrangeGuard.com. You can get it also at your local Ace Hardware store. So shout out to Tor. We'll get them on soon. These are good people. I love to spotlight for you and highlight good products. And many of these things, in fact, most are, uh, they have links in the show notes, either there or at robertscottbell.com. There's a a right-hand column on your computer, uh, a lot of different banners. You can click on them and go direct there. A lot of them have discount offers as well. And we like to support those good companies, those good services, and also get you the best price possible. Uh, If you're on your phone or a smaller tablet, you might have to scroll all the way to the bottom of the Robert Scott Bell Show page, robertscottbell.com, to find all of those banners and things. Because, you know, if it's too narrow, it'll just put it down below. But it's there. Uh, you can find it. And if you have questions about any of those things, just submit them here at robertscottbell.com. Briefly, as we open up Hour 2, something I've been warning you all about for a, quite some time, uh, digital IDs. And guess who's, guess who's promoting them? Yeah, Lizard Man himself, another one of them, Bill Gates. Welcomed into the fold once he founded the uh, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation to promote injections of all things, especially children, innocent as they are around the world, with toxic poisons that do not, in fact, improve immune health, but result in disastrous consequences to the immune system and other systems of the body. This is the guy that has never studied medicine, biology, chemistry. I don't know what he knows or how he knows it, but he certainly doesn't know about the human immune system, but he's been put up there and interviewed as an expert because he's pushing not only injections, but digital IDs that actually, if not already linked through your telephones that are not telephones, you know, the digital phones you have, if not injected under you in your body itself. And there have been legitimate videos made. These are not artificial intelligent pretend videos that people have had things experimentally injected under their skin so they can just wave and scan over and pay for stuff. Talk about unconscious morons that would do this and be participating in this. But even the participation with real ID in America is an incremental, incremental, I made that, incremental, that's an interesting new word, I didn't mean to make that up, incremental step towards digitizing your identity fully. It's already done so when they started numbering you like cattle with social security numbers, and it continues on to this day even more so with tying in your identification, which used to be a state-level ID that didn't rely on having or not having a social security number. Some states uh, don't require it, believe it or not. And even the United States passport, even though they claim they require it, they're now making religious accommodation partly because of some of me and my friends, some of me uh, and my friends uh, pushing back And saying, you know what, there's a First Amendment for a reason. There's religious freedom for a reason. And it's a foundational principle here in America. You can't just abandon it and run roughshod over it. Now, you can take it because they're big and bad and you can't fight City Hall in D.C. Or you can push back and fight and stand up for your rights. No, not the party, but okay, if you want a party, that's your thing. (laughs) 
So if you're tired of censorship, learn how to nullify these things. Stop participating in them. Shout out to Michael Bolden, the 10th Amendment Center. They've written a lot about this. But this digital era goes beyond real ID. It would be digital passports that would uh, tie into your medical records, which is what I've warned folks about, been lecturing about. This is the only time I appeared on the high wire with Doug Bell Bigtree years ago, early on in that show, warning everybody about where this was going, that they wanted to, to mandate not just jabs for kids, injections for kids, but the only way they could get adults to do it, who are not doing it by and large, was to get them tied into a digital ID system, tied into their medical identifiers, which could be, and mostly is social security numbers now, and track you everywhere you went and wouldn't allow you to travel without proof that you got the jab. And it won't be a card that you can forge. It'll be a digital identity uh, extension. Did you get the show? We just scan this and see, oh, it looks like you're not up to date according to this. Now, anybody could hack it and do other things with it. But again, that's the risk of becoming digitized. And I talked a little bit last hour about your identity as a spiritual creation of, of God, not a slave of government and those who own and control government, the economic realities of those who want to control via monopoly, your freedom to choose. Oh, you got all the choices you want. Communist East Germany occupied by, by Soviet Union. You can have any color car you want as long as it's black. I mean, that's a, a mild example of what we're talking about here. You don't get the injection. You don't get to leave your house. Central bank digital currency, it relies on the digital identifier. If they don't get digital ID, they'll never be able to implement all that they want to do with CBDCs. So again, where's your line in the sand as we talk about those of you who didn't get the injection and are not likely to fall for it when they come back with all of these mandates? Apparently, they're already working on it. Those of you who have woken up because of what happened and you succumb to the pressure and uh, we welcome you into the fold here. We're not going to denigrate you for your choices. Then that doesn't help you or anybody. Just God bless you. Thank you for being here. Stand strong with us and you become living examples for the next group that are yet to wake to this reality and join us at the many events that are up and coming, including the Biomed Expo, September 14th through 17th in Las Vegas, and many others, which I may get to a little later. But the one coming up right now is the Cancer Control Society 48th Annual Convention, Glendale, California. Joining me now, first and foremost, and we'll bring Bobby into the mix in a moment. Can you hear me, Frank? Uh, yes, I can. There you are. Now I see and hear You're you. Right. Here I am, and uh, uh, and don't forget the Fourth Amendment. With all this invasi invading our privacy, our government is prohibited from doing that by the Fourth Amendment as well. So all the ones you mentioned, plus the Fourth, plus the Constitution as a whole. Yes. Uh, government's doing to us what it is not allowed to do, and it can only do it if we... If we acquiesce. Yeah, if we comply, right? You're not going to comply your way out of slavery. And and that's the point of this. And you have been, along with many of your friends and colleagues for so many years, standing up for what is right, the freedom to choose things, to know things, to act on information, to save your very life. Yes. What a noble pursuit. And yet it's been attacked viciously by our government and the entities and agencies that have been captured by industry that seeks to profit off of prohibiting our ability to know about the innovations to respond in terms of prevention of cancer, reversal of cancer, and more. Yes, sir. So how is this going to play out in the 48th annual 
convention coming up in Glendale. Tell me about, because so, I know you're well-versed in the things I talk about, Frank. I love you and appreciate you for that. Indeed, even more so in the details of all the things that are being offered to folks to learn about in terms of cancer and more chronic degenerative diseases. What about some of these principles of freedom? You know, are there presenters that talk about that as well? Yes, sir. Um, in addition to you, uh, you're going to be there uh, and, uh, and and speaking as well as broadcasting. But that those are issues, a lot of people take them for, for, for granted and, and, and they're, they're going to get squeezed between what they take for granted and what the government is planning to do. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I remember back in the, the actually in the mid-70s, when if we wanted to talk to somebody about alternative cancer therapy or some of the products that uh, cancer patients were using, uh, the, the people that were helping in that didn't want to talk about it on the telephone. And we had to call, we had to have a series of pay phones mm -hmm. set up around, uh, around town and if we needed to talk to somebody, we'd call them up and say number three, number five, number six in 10 minutes. And we'd take off and we would talk uh, talk on a pay phone, which at that time was uh, still fairly secure. Um, and now there, there is no privacy. And, and there, in reality, there's, there's very little uh, uh, privacy or those things and the, we're we're fighting to retain what little we have frank i, I want to just it's stunning to hear it from you even though i know what you're saying is true just to hear the words of you talking about people in america being afraid and this is we're talking decades ago we're not talking during covid time with all the technology and the cell phones and the listening devices, we're talking about Americans who realize their government was indeed, it's not paranoia if they're really out to get you, they were out to get you because you offered and talked about cures for cancer that were not approved of by the FDA or any other government agency around the world. In fact, prohibited because they would threaten the economic monopoly of those that owned and controlled our regulatory agencies, which have been captured not just recently during COVID, but for Again, the 20th century was all about the centralization of the power and the bureaucracy being controlled by that industry or those industries. And, you know, this brings to light, we'll bring Bobri, our friend, in in a moment. But think about what he lived under when the Soviet Union occupied Georgia, yes. much less East Germany. You hear stories, you read stories in history about that. You're like, that would never happen in America. It was happening in America all the while the Soviet Union was breaking down. Yes. You know, it, it goes... It goes way back, even shortly after the founding, there were uh, evil people that were going to try to take it over and use it for uh, evil purposes. And, um, and again, I think uh, G. Edward Griffin has given us such an excellent definition of, of the word conspiracy. Because we, we hear it every day in the fake news media as a pejorative term, meaning you're crazy if you ever use the word conspiracy. It's a very simple word. Uh, one or two or more people working in consort for mm -hmm. an evil purpose. And are do we see any people doing that? Are there people like Bill Gates and George Soros that maybe get together on that? Or Anthony yeah. Fucci is <laughs> is our his, some of our Hispanic friends on podcasts like to refer to him. 
uh, because if they say Fauci, then they get censored. Uh, you know, so yeah. Yep. Uh, we call so the F- there F- are yeah. conspirators mm-hmm. working against us. Well, as there are conspiracies for good too, there are people plotting uh, behind the doors to say, "How do we make this better, not worse?" Uh, and, so, conspiracy is something human beings do all of the time: conspire with one another to achieve certain goals or ends. Now, uh, the way they've denigrated the use of the term, it's only negative, but it is often called a fantasy. They want to, you know, denigrate you for even using the term or believing in it, even if you don't use the term, the C word conspiracy in this case, not cancer, but has there been a conspiracy, a concerted effort, secret now overt, not just covert to suppress knowledge of things that can reverse prevent cancer that are not patented and not available via monopoly prescription. I think anybody that says that that there aren't is, is just not awake in any way, shape or form. And I mean, in a good way, conscious at all. I, I agree with you, and um, and let's provide uh, some new meaning to the C word instead of conspiracy, which is an evil purpose. Let's talk about collaborate and cooperate mm-hmm. for freedom, freedom of choice, and the the private patient doctor relationship when it comes to health issues. Yeah, I like that, uh, that cooperation, collaboration, a little bit more positive connotation. Uh, so what can we do? What can we expect? It looks like the schedule starts on Saturday, September the 2nd, and then we have Sunday, September 3rd, and Monday, September 4th. And even on Tuesday, there'll be a doctor's-focused you know, focused, uh, presentation as well as opportunity for what we call field trips into uh, uh, Mexico. I, I hope they're all okay because I understand that there was a lot of massive mudslides in Tijuana over the last week with that uh, uh, storm that just came through. Do you have any updates there? The, the best I have right now is that the people I just talked to uh, today uh, have said that uh, where they are in Tijuana, everything is, is fine. Uh, so, and I will be talking to the, the bus company, mm-hmm. the vehicle that's actually going to maneuver. Um, I, I do think that uh, we should be all right by the end of, actually next week and beyond mm-hmm. um, in terms of being able to, to move around uh, the, the, the city. Um, and, and, and of course we'll have more updates at, at the convention. Uh, but where, as you mentioned, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, uh, we, we have a full schedule. Uh, we have uh, Saturday is up pretty well complete on the website right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're going to get Sunday and Monday up there, either later today or tomorrow, mm-hmm. and um, and as we as we get closer, we'll even put up more more information. Uh, we still have, I, I believe, people can still make their hotel reservations, and if they go to cancercontrolsociety.org, cancercontrolsociety.org, uh, the the landing page right now is focused on the 48th annual convention. Click on the links and slowly go down to pick out whatever you need. If it's a hotel reservation, there it is. Uh, I've had a few people tell me that the links were, uh, they had a little little bit of a problem, but um, they were able to work through it or they called me and, and we, we mm-hmm. interceded. But the link is alive and uh, the convention rate is there and it makes it easy for them to, to do that. And then a little bit farther down, they can go to the where it says register now. 
uh, and they can click on there. They can pick and choose what days, what events, uh, whether it's one, two, three, half a dozen people. They can put all that information in there, uh, total it up, click the uh, checkout, and they can pay for it all online. Which and, wasn't used to be the case, so it made it easier for folks. There still will be people pulling up at the last minute with cash at hand, and we won't turn them away. They're welcome to. Uh, and uh, there are a lot of awesome exhibitors that are going to be yes. there. So you'll not only hear great lectures, but you'll be able to access not only the information, but many times products that can be of helpful, services that can be helpful. You'll meet doctors that could be of help. Um, I know that uh, Mary Beth Gonzalez is going to be there with a lot of the Gonzalez guardians that we call them, the docs that have carried on Nick Gonzalez work as well. Uh, as I said, I'll be there. Uh, I've just secured that uh, I'm going to have uh, both silver and copper shots pouring all weekend for people to stay strong and healthy. Uh, I'm not injecting them the shots we can drink. Also, I'm going to have cardio miracle at my booth so we can pour. Everybody can have nitric oxide flowing through that. So I want people to be healthy and strong through it all. So we've got a lot of good things that I'll have in addition to being able to interview and broadcast right there from the event too. That's fantastic. Really looking forward to it. And so, uh, you know, this, the last, actually the last th three years or so, two, three years have been very challenging for, for all of us. And uh, we're still facing a few, but we're moving forward. Uh, we're inviting everyone that can hear this and see this, uh, register for the show, come see us. Uh, you get a modest discount if you take all three days. Uh, uh, plus you don't have to worry about getting the seat or anything that way. And uh, registration goes a lot smoother. You just bring in your form that shows what you want and that you already paid. Get your badge and get into the to the hall. And and then of course the exhibitors will be setting up on Friday, the September first, and we'll be ready to go nine o'clock um, uh, Saturday morning, and it'll be virtually nonstop <laughs> until around midnight on Wednesday. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be great. It's a barn burner in a good way. And I'm looking forward to seeing you, Frank, there. And also welcoming our friend Bob Rioran, who's also going to have an exhibit booth there. You'll be able to plug into the wonders of Folium products, Folium PX. We're going to talk about them. And, Frank, what, what is it about Folium that has drawn you in? Because I, I, I not only my mom has been benefited, but G. Edward Griffin and others, and you've had some experiences with it. What can you share about why you feel this is so valuable as well? Well, it's interesting when, when Barry first talked to me about approached me what I think he can tell you the, the probably 15 years ago uh, I was familiar with folium mm -hmm. as as a, a plant-based nutrient complex and and then what he presented me the the information from the Institute in in Georgia mm -hmm. one of the foremost academic uh, institutions certainly in Europe uh, how they put it together how they analyzed it, how they developed a product that could be used, uh, it, very, very fascinating. And, and again, uh, I think what, what stands out about it in terms of all the folium products on the market is the fact that uh, Babri's been able to take the research that was done in, in former Soviet Georgia, put it together in a capsule uh, that makes it convenient to use and then, of course, the information that uh, that he has and the the personal testimonials, uh, which we actually scientifically, those are anecdotes. Mm -hmm. And anecdotes are a form of evidence. Yes. Just because it's not a double blind uh, uh, study, 
five years into the future, uh, anecdotes, testimonies, testimonials oh, are evidence. And Barry has a lot more information than that. And I, I do think under full disclosure, uh, I am a member of the 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 scientist the medical board advisory mm -hmm. board of BAO Health, and uh, so I want people to know that. And I'm there because Barry invited me, and uh, the information he presented. Uh, yeah. But but you, Frank, like me, would not be involved in any organization or company that wasn't providing something that we could actually stand behind, believe in, and support, and even promote. And that's why he's there. And uh, like I said, I'm thrilled every time another person gets on the folding products and what they're reporting to me. We've got just amazing responses. And and I will say this about anecdotes: ultimately, all healing is anecdotal. Yes, it is. All healing is anecdotal, and it doesn't matter if there's peer-reviewed science. It could be more than ever. And and it you know anecdotally, it, it, like I said, I, I need to distinguish with that that all science begins with observation, and that's uh, you know a good thing. Now it also involves persistence someone who doesn't give up <laughs> and that someone who doesn't give up is this guy right here all the way from former soviet georgia via israel where our buddy kevin tuttle is right now moved his family into america not far from where you are in the los angeles area bobry how are you my friend hello everybody frank it's so hey. nice to see you again man that's yes, beautiful. good afternoon good afternoon how are you so far so good great to hear that uh, Robert, first of all, let me thank you first for having me here with Frank. That's a treat. Believe me, it is. And before um, we go any further, I'd like to comment on what I just shared very last one, the anecdotals. Yes. Before you get to the anecdotals, you have to have a scientific proof. Then you have to have tested on the animals. Then you have to find volunteers, doctors, and patients to test it based on what you present to them. They have to be confident enough to take that risk. And then once, it, once it's done, then you have to go to uh, more and more uh, clinical tests and then anecdotals. So anecdotals is the last step, not the first step. Very well, true. It's a result of, every, I mean, anecdotals is it's like, like a signature of yeah. What, what you already have. Although, Bobri, you know, what we know of, like, the use of botanicals initially probably comes from anecdotal reports over thousands of years of use that begin to say, hey, let's look at that and experiment on it and see if it has legitimacy in these, uh, uh, you know, let's say we'll, we'll write parameters in and we'll see that we can eliminate other. But again, that gets into something I don't want to lo get lost in the woods on, but there will be a lot of scientific presentations as well at the uh, Cancer <coughs> Control Society event, which... <clears throat> brings itself and excitement to those in the, let's say, physician world, the doctors out there that are looking for establishing a, a, a plausible means to move forward differently to help their patients. Yes. And, and that's a good part of this. And, Bobri, you've supplied a lot of that scientific validation for the Folium uh, products. Thank you. And also, let me first go back to what you spoke about already, um, because I was not part of that conversation, but Speaking of Cancer Control Society, let me comment on, on this organization. First of all, uh, this is the only organization I know or we have available today who can challenge every conventional medicine, which is very often we know that. You're talking about 
the first you're talking about wrong doings and all that. I mean, but cancer control society is presenting to people opportunity to see what else is there available in many things. Absolutely not. And I also thank the organization for for making it available for not only for people, for the patients, because I have met tons of them. And, and the, all the doctors, scientific works, what they have available, what they have uh, studied to present it to people. And then you have sci uh, uh, sciences available there. And then you have companies who have presented their own uh, theories and uh, their practical uh, helps. And then people like vendors and all that together, I think this organization deserves every single prize on the planet at the highest level. I will start with Beautiful. the prize. I'm, I'm not joking. Because, because when you're talking, you know how many, Robert, you have no clue, but I've been there for every single, uh, 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 what do you call it, convention since, since uh, I went the first time in 2009. Mm -hmm. and, and no, 2008, I'm sorry. Then I met 2009, I met Frank. But, but, the, but the thing is, since that time, I have met so many doctors, so many high professionals, so many scientists, and most importantly, so many, so many cancer patients who had no more help, no more hope. But this company not only gave them hope, but, but delivered this organization. And Frank, I want to commend you for that. So, dude, I take mm -hmm. my head off to you. Thank you. Very much. And your, your cancer control yes. all together. You guys are beautiful and keep doing it. You have my full support. And, Bobri, I'm glad you're there supporting them and that you'll have a booth as well where people can interact with you, ask questions, and, and actually get the Folium products, which I have right here, by the way. Uh, these are I've got the three of them here, the Folium uh, Immuno as well. But here's the Folium, what they call the super antioxidant. This is uh, what I call Chernobyl-level of antioxidant capacity that's where you start and you could start with or on on, on their own and then add into the mix the folium immuno which i just bought some more when we were together at the red pill expo it's true you tried to give me some but did i insist that i needed to give you support for what you're doing that i paid for it you did and i knew you did because i used it <laughs> i knew you when you needed it i'm like dude you you know what you're going through to be everywhere to try and support this it's not easy and, and folks, uh, again, I, I just want to let you know how worth it that I feel it is because, you know, I could get stuff as you're sponsoring me. You could send me stuff for free, and I appreciate that, and sometimes that happens. But um, I so am invested in seeing that you succeed because of what this is doing for people, the Folium Immuno, Folium Relax, and the Folium Original. And, again, this Super Don, do you have that uh, testimonial we got yesterday? I just want to read that real quick for everybody that missed it because this is so much fun for me to hear this back. Um, this was from Tracy. She said, I just started uh, Folium PX and Immuno uh, three weeks ago. She's not in the habit of taking it three times regularly yet, but she says, I'm noticing the difference. I believe my lifestyle and poor eating habits have led to adrenal fatigue and nutrient deficiencies. Eating cleaner has definitely helped. However, slowing life down is not an option right now with elderly parents. I thought I was imagining the extra energy I, f I had during my first week on the Folium products. Last week was super extra busy, and I forgot to take them for several days. I was exhausted by the weekend. That more This morning, I forgot to take them as soon as I got up, as I normally would do. My coffee wasn't having any effect on helping me wake up, 
So I made a second cup to no avail. Then I remembered I hadn't taken my Folium products. What an almost immediate difference. My bleary eyes and brain fog finally started to lift, and I felt able to start tackling the day. I don't know what's in this product, but it's by far the best supplement I've ever taken. Truly a Chernobyl-level antioxidant and deserving of the daily shout-out by Robert Scabell. So, Tracy, thank you for sharing that, and uh, makes me feel all the more better uh, about it, if I can say that. Uh, that it is indeed, because I know, Valbury, because it, you've met mom, it helped my mom, and she was suffering, and two weeks in, she got energy, and she was back on the dance floor. You've helped G. Edward Griffin get back on his feet, and you're helping a lot of people, and I, as much as you say thank you to Frank, and I do too, I want to say thank you to you for your persistence. You don't give up. Dogged determination, it takes that in a world that doesn't appreciate what the kind of quality you're bringing to the world. Thank, thank you very much. Thank you both. Thank you both for, for all that... that uh, you've done and are doing and, and Robert you've been around a long time we we go back a long time uh, and a lot of people are are alive and healthy today because of uh, your program well look I, I'm grateful for the opportunity to speak out as we're facing more and more censorship even today and so that's why I ask not much from folks but share the show just like we're sharing about cancer control and folium Share this show, sign up for the newsletter, and be plugged into all that's going on, even if and when we get more censored out there so that we stay in communication, because that's key. That's why 48 years later, you haven't given up despite all the odds and obstacles against you and the most difficult times the last few years to have anybody come together, least of all in California. And we're coming together again. So if you're getting the message as I'm delivering it to you, show up, be there yes. with us. It's going to be amazing. You will be richly rewarded for doing so. There it is, 48th Annual Cancer Convention, uh, and it's uh, September 2nd through 6th, Labor Day weekend coming up, Glendale Hilton Hotel. Again, we have it linked up in the upcoming events tab, and we sent out email blast on it as well. And uh, I just think as we're, I don't want to take you too far away from the preparation. We're getting so close, Frank, but between you and Bobri, yeah, I mean, I could turn it o over to you, and I'll come back 24 hours. You'll still have things to say. Well, you know, we're, we're talking about the show, just encourage people, go to cancercontrolsociety.org, uh, click on the links, make your hotel reservation if you're from outside the area, or you just want to be have a nice, comfortable place to stay during the show. The Hilton uh, Hotel in Glendale is fabulous. Uh, and then, of course, click on the, uh, the program and register for the events. We still have, we have some room both in the, uh, the, the doctor's symposium. And again, that's a smaller forum. It's designed to get the, the scientific people together, the professionals, they form a panel. Then we take uh, several topics and we look at them one by one. The panel discusses those issues. They ask questions of each other. Mm -hmm. And then we open it up to the, uh, to the people in the audience so they nice. can ask questions. It's this, the interaction, I think, that, that makes our show uh, even mm -hmm. more effective because we have the professionals and then we have the everyday people that, that want answers. And then of course we, on, on Wednesday, September 6th, we're gonna take a busload of people to Tijuana. We will visit four of the clinics mm -hmm. in one day. Uh, and and they'll, people on the tour will get lunch, they'll get snacks through, throughout the day. And then of course uh, they'll, uh, there's a fabulous, uh, fabulous meal at the end of the day nice. so we're and then uh, everybody can rest on on the way home beautiful uh, 
passports are required. And then next week, within that 72-hour window, uh, we'll present the information that people need to go online and obtain a one-day visa, uh, one-day visitor's visa that's now required to get into Tijuana. Uh, and then, of course, the passport is to get out. Right. Yeah, we want you to come back, too. Yes. Thank you, Frank. That's good. Uh, speaking of the Q&A interactivity, uh, Lori has a question, I believe, for Bobbery. And, and Bobbery, we know you can't make any drug claims, and we're not making any drug claims about the botanical ingredients in folium, but we know the science is there. But it's a question about a specific in- issue called cataracts. Uh, without treating cataracts, can the folium, what I call Chernobyl-level antioxidants, help in such circumstances? Well, we have not done any tests on cataract itself. However, let me just answer in a, a larger way. Uh, this product does not heal, does not treat anything and anybody, period. Nothing. It will not happen. It's not designed for that. What it does, it, it allows the body, helps the body to heal itself. Now, how does it do it? Once you get all the... The, the conventional medicine is designed to deal with the symptoms. To me, it's not a health care, it's a sick care. Okay, because there is no money for, for any, any big pharmaceutical entities, whether it's manufacturer or hospitals or whoever, uh, or whatever you have. Um, it's not designed uh, to, to deal with the cause, it's designed to, to, to deal with the symptoms. But this product goes straight for the cause, and this takes, it's not slam dunk, it takes time. It's a long process, and within time, it will take all the all the elements that cause those problems. Well now, said. Would the, yeah. the, the cataract, if there is anything that caused that cataract, which which is toxic heavy metals, or deficiency of, of, of uh, um, essential metals, or, or radiation, or viruses or what have you, um, and, and also oxidative stress, which is free radicals. Mm-hmm. Then once you take them out, it will help, but it will take time. Yeah. It, one thing we know, Frank will agree with me, there are three major um, aspects in any anything ingestible. Number one is safety. Number two is uh, efficiency, I mean, effectiveness. And then number three is it should be affordable, and that is subjective, right? But from our end of it, is is first of all, it's going to be safe and it's going to be effective. Those two we have, and whether it's affordable or not, everybody should look into his own pocket. Okay. So, as far as that goes, it will not hurt. It will not damage. That right. Oh, the old, you'll find side benefits. I would argue. And, and, you know, whether you need further interventions for those scenarios, a lot of times they are, are really fully developed, and I don't know how much you can reverse them um, with direct drops of things. And, well, this is, again, a food. It is a botanical blend. It is not a synthetic, what we're talking about, Bobri, and that's why, again, you're on board, and I'm on board with what you're doing, and Frank as well, and others. Yes. And, and when they come to see you at the booth that you will have there at, at Cancer Control, you can have a lot of... Uh, conversations, discussions, you'll probably be talking with doctors, and there may other be, be doctors present that have used folium in their practice to talk to as well. Yes. Well, yes, we have uh, we have um, a lot of doctors who know us. Not all of them are our clients or are users of folium, but mm-hmm. most of them know what it is, 
some doctors are still asking some more information, which which transfers to being um, a typical FDA requirements. Yeah. Which we don't have to have because it's all natural, it's all proven, documented. But we cannot do any more than that. We can improve, we can work on that, which we do every day. But in the meantime, uh, uh, we have what we have. All we do is we don't force anybody. We don't say, take my product or else. Yeah. We're going to do this or yeah, that for you. You're not what, doing what, Soviet Union tactics on people. What, what we do is we give them another choice of helping themselves. Mm-hmm. And, and for repeat again, our product does not heal, does not treat anything or anybody. It helps the body to heal itself. Because body, by, by, by building by creator, should be able to heal itself. That's if you have right. a scratch, you will some, after some time, it, it, will, it will be gone. Yeah. Aubrey, I got one quick question before you guys got to go. Uh, and it's about when Frank and I were talking about the secrecy of people having to be afraid in America to talk on the phone about some of these things for cancer. And yet at the same time, you lived under the Soviet occupation of your home country, Georgia. Uh, and yet while the Soviet Union was breaking down all the, through that time and after the fall of the Soviet Union, We've still had to operate in secrecy and silence and quiet. Shh, don't talk out loud about the fact that we can do these things. What is it, you know, how does that impact you coming as an immigrant to America, a legal immigrant, of course? Well, <laughs> I wish you would ever feel what I feel. I'm free because and what I feel is that's based on I know what is without being without it. You don't. You can't never appreciate it like I do, because I had to fight for it. Did you ever fight for it? You did not. You know, the, the forefathers, they did. They fought for America. Many of them died. And that's why you're here. And that's why I'm here. They, like, made, made, made it ready for me. And many, and mil- you know, over 5 million illegal immigrants came last two years to the United States. The vast majority of them are very good people. They're looking for the same thing as you have. And it, it comes to one simple word, freedom and opportunity. That's, it's not, they're not coming to hurt you or hurt me. They're coming to have the same thing as we have. Because where they are, they don't have it. The people, when people get into the power, who have love of power, mm-hmm. they destroy everybody's life. Well... Bobri, I ask you that in all sincerity because I know you've lived under a form of oppression that we have only, most of us in America have only read about. And even the founding of America, most people have not experienced that fight for freedom that they talked about and our need to stand up once again and be willing to defend it. And the people who love freedom with all their strength, they're going to be joining us at the Cancer Control Society's 48th Annual Convention. And yeah, but Robert, freedom is not free. No, it's not. No, no, there, there is a price tag. Exactly. And, Unless you're ready to pay, don't, don't even go there. You will not get it. Yeah. So we'll continue to be inspired by you, Bobri, and you, Frank, and all the folks that you're bringing together at the Cancer Control Society. I look forward to seeing everybody Memorial. No, it's Labor Day weekend. That's Labor it. Day weekend, That's yes. Right. Yeah, I always forget. Frank, any uh, last messages before we let you go today? Just would like to see everybody in your audience uh, in Glendale, California, the Hilton Hotel over Labor Day weekend. Yep, and that's what we're inviting. Org. 
they can get their hotel room and purchase a ticket for the show and various whatever events that they see and they can be there. So yep. we do look forward to, to seeing your people uh, there and hope they'll come up and introduce themselves to you and, and uh, Lee say hello to me and yes, and we'll be there. Big hugs coming your way and also lots of folium y'all. And yes. uh, remember the RSB 10 code. If you, if you're not coming, you can get it online directly, but you can call uh, Bobbery. What's the number they can call to reach you? 818 996 HEAL, H E A L. 996 4325. Great. And that's an 818 area code. Uh, uh, yeah. And they can also call me on my personal number 818 926 3124. And uh, help themselves. All right. God bless you both. I can't wait to see you coming up Labor Day weekend. Be with us. It's going to be a great event. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Bobby. Thank, Thank you, you Robert. Me. Thank cool. you very much. All right. See you guys later. See you guys soon, in fact. Uh, it's always fun to, to have a little mini reunions on the air. And, of course, when we can get together at these events uh, as well. There are others after that. You know, go check out the upcoming events tab, including the, uh, uh, if you can't make it to L.A., I hope you can. But if you can't, Las Vegas is the next one after that mid-September and then we've got more coming up after that later in September in Houston with the, uh, what is it? Uh, we're going Healing Strong, 10-year anniversary. And that's a lot of people that have gone through the cancer and they become victorious over it over many years. And we're going to share our stories there too. All right, Super Don, as we're wrapping up uh, this hour, we've got a couple of minutes left. I think there's another question of the day I, uh, we got to get to. Am I, am I, does my memory serve or, or am I done with questions of the day? Help me out here, buddy. I believe we're done. Oh, we don't have an hour two question of the day? We do not. We had a final uh, final story there having to do with our buddy Rob uh, Rob Verkirk. Oh, yeah. No, that's a great one. Yeah. do we? Ha it's already linked up in the show notes? Yes, it is. Oh, sweet. Let me see if I... There it is. Yeah, it's Poppy. Oh, and it's James Lyons Wilder introduced. This is what I mentioned earlier. I was so excited when I saw this. Two of my favorite science-y people. <laughs> and I say that as a term of infection, an endearment. Uh, of course, you all know James Lyons-Weiler, Dr. Jack with uh, IPAC-EDU.org, and Robert Verkirk, Rob, who's uh, just amazing, a kind-hearted, loving, super intelligent, smart guy that you'll ever meet, but one of the greatest guys you'll ever hang out with. Also, he loves to, to, to bike. He's a great mountain biker and, and cyclist, and so much more. Um, there's a, a, a sub-stack po at Popular Rationalism called Learning, Unlearning, Relearning, a new view on humans and their health. It's a guest article by Rob Verkirk, PhD. Uh, and it's just the the alignment between James, Dr. Jack, and Rob Verkirk, IPAC, and the Alliance for Natural Health USA and the Alliance for Natural Health UK and Europe. Holy tamole, things are happening, folks, that are extraordinary. You know, it's one of those things, one plus one equals three million. That's the stuff that's going to happen here. And if you if you go deep into what Rob Kirk brings, it brings in when we talk about body, mind, spirit, like the things we talk about for for uh, uh, Trinity as well. All of these abandoned concepts in health and healing, when we went full on into reductionism, into isolationism, into allopathic viewpoints of fighting and going into battle and war, it's all about war. All healing is about war exhausting our, our life resources, our sources, our, the, our vital force. That is now coming back into the fore. 
Thanks to Dr. Rob Verkert. And again, embracing and being embraced by James, Dr. Jack, and others uh, to bring what has been missing in Western reductionist science and, 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 and indoctrination. And the best of all of it's coming together. And so check out this article, share it, and take advantage of all of the, the coursework available to you. Is there a special deal, the 25% off? I can never remember, Super Don, how long it's going for, for the IPAC uh, that Dr. Jack put out. It's like a 25% off deal going on, and it might be just this week. You have that there? Go full screen on that. I know there's a back-to-school going on as well, simultaneous that was Trinity. The trin- that was the Trinity, Trinity thing. But there was uh, I think that's over with. I think it was over on, on Friday. Okay, so it was really yeah. quick then. Last, yeah. But, Regardless, we'll see if we can get more special deals, but even at full price, which is not outrageously unaffordable. In fact, at the end of this article, I'm looking at this. I'm like, I want to find time for this. Um, There's Tuesday, September 19th, 2023, the last paragraph here, starting at 1130 a.m. Eastern Time U.S., and that's a course that will run weekly. 75 minutes per session for 12 weeks, which will include Q&A that Dr. Robert Verkirk will be uh, uh, teaching. Total cost for how many weeks? 12 weeks, 75-minute course, 160 bucks. I mean, that is a bargain for that amount of uh, exposure to real scientific education that goes well beyond reductionism. So far beyond it, you will be blown away in a good way, an empowering way. So that alone is exciting to hear about. And that's all the way at the bottom of the article. So y'all check that out, participate. You will, you will not be sorry you did. Uh, so that's really exciting news. And we'll get Dr. Jack on sometime, I think, pretty soon. I'm not sure when. It might even be this week. I can't remember when uh, we got him booked in. Hopefully it's soon. Uh, in fact, we'll look at that in the bonus round, find out what's upcoming. I think it might even be tomorrow, Dr. James Liesweiler. <sighs> so, Super Don, we made it through another uh, wonderful uh Wonderful broadcast. We did. We've still yeah. got we've got some uh some some things that we gotta deal with here in the bonus round. There was a okay. question that was asked on Rumble early on. We just haven't had a chance to get to okay. with the guests and stuff like that. So we will uh we will address that in the bonus round. Okay, bonus I knew I had a sense that there were questions and that, that maybe that was what was happening. So that's coming up in the bonus round along with upcoming events and anything we forgot to mention. If you guys got questions and comments live on the air right now, you can submit them as you have been and we'll get to them before we're done today. Bonus round coming up on the Robert Scott Bell Show next. In the meantime, remember the power to heal is yours. All right, bonus round happens. I, I was quick. <clears throat> yes. So you saying we missed some live questions, Q and A going on? We were there so was one, and, and and kudos to Leslie for uh, bringing it to my attention, that making sure that we didn't miss it. Mm-hmm. This was, and I don't even know who this. Uh, hold on, let me get to. Speaking I, of Leslie, I went over and I grabbed yes, it. Yes. Thank you for paying so close attention to those questions. If we miss them, you're awesome. Also, remember Leslie's fine podcast. I think it's better than mine. Got a new uh, episode coming out uh, coming out tonight. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, it's like people are more in favor of, of of her podcast. I don't know what I can do here. It's just it's very <laughs> threatening. No, everybody. Just identify was, as, a, as a Leslie. As a Leslie. I identify as a Leslie. There you go. <laughs> Leslie, you're wonderful, and I love the fact that you're doing your stay-at-home mom or stay-at-home mom podcast. It's amazing. What an addition to the Robert Scott Bell Podcast Network. Thank you, Leslie, for all you do, and love to James and the girls. Uh, so what's I, going I believe on? her guest on this uh, episode is Ula. She's got Ula on. I think so. Wow, double yeah. dangerous. And Ula, of course, they'll be bringing. I think the preacher and the Polish girl back soon. Yeah, 
That's what I understand. Well, they, they've had one episode. Hiatus. They've already come back. Okay, good. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Okay. So anyway, over on uh, Rumble, mm-hmm. this was a. Uh, well, let me get rid of the graphic here. Hold okay. On. Uh, get rid of that. Tough enough a one. Okay. I like. I, I like that. Oh. My thirteen-year-old grandson yeah, has just boy. received full doses of the childhood vaccine in order to go to school. Yeah. He is feeling sick. What is the best thing for us to help him detox? And just some supporting information here. We, so, uh, we homeschooled for a year, but the father took him to get vax so he could attend school. And just to clarify, he did not get the COVID vax, but did get all the childhood vaccines. Well, obviously, you've got to support. And I say this. I hope it's obvious to you. You've got to support the pathways of exc- excretion elimination. All of those pathways are, 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 are corrupted uh, by the introduction. And it's already a challenge, even if you have great detox pathways. <clears throat> if those, however, uh, are suffering from the MTHFR, they talk about that gene mutation. I think it's correctable personally. But it, it, to- it talks about the inability to uh, methylate, if you will and to bind and excrete efficiently. So you have a, a rapid accumulation. I, I pray that your 13-year-old grandson has not been impacted so severely that he's already on a neurological decline, which can happen, especially with those catch-up sessions. There's no scientific basis for them whatsoever. Uh, and, and so homeopathically, the two most important remedies, although there are complexes also made for vaccinosis, this vaccination detox kind of or response to adverse events associated with vaccination in a general broad sense, uh, include Thuja Occidentalis, T-H-U-J-A as a homeopathic remedy, and Silicea, which we've talked about, Silica, homeopathic Silicea. There are other remedies to address other various symptoms. So you'd have to then go, all right, what are the symptoms when you say he's feeling sick? What specifically do you mean by that? Define the symptoms to give us an indication of what may be going on. Suffice it to say, uh, uh, detox support immediately, increase selenium levels, Increase selenium levels. Get the 100% whole food uh, selenium uh, we get from Jonathan at choosetobehealthy.com. That's what I would do if my kid or grandkid were in, su- in such circumstance. And at 13, you're almost an adult. I mean, if you're Jewish, you're bar mitzvah, you're an adult, right? Uh, but even if not, that idea of you've transitioned into that phase of you can take. And what I would be doing is uh, uh, 200 micrograms four or five times a day, which sounds like a lot, uh, you know, but it's a whole food form. And that's what I, I'm not telling you to do that, but I would definitely do that. Increase the water intake. I would prefer that you have access to Echo Water, or if not, get one of those um, Echo Go devices. And we have a banner to Echo uh, Technologies because that will facilitate the production of, of molecular hydrogen in the water, which is a be- very powerful cell signaling modulator and antioxidant in, in and of its own right. Uh, I believe the folium like we talk about, would be extraordinary in counteracting. Maybe the, well, certainly there are heavy metals coming in with many of these shots, including trace residual amounts of mercury, even if it's not added extra, depending on the shot, and aluminum. And those have to be bound and removed. So silica as well, silicea, you see why that's important, but the Alta Silica product would be important. Uh, that's uh, Alta Health product. So you can get that from Jonathan at choosetobehealthy.com along with the selenium. Uh, and... Uh, homeopathic detoxifiers of specific metals and or if a 13-year-old can handle it. Heck, I mean, I was younger than that when I, I was brought to a hospital with constipation. I learned about enemas. Not pleasant, but uh, that can be an accelerated manner to use coffee enemas to detoxify uh, uh, the liver, help the body to remove the burden that's been introduced. Um, those are just some of the, the suggestions for you. Tough enough a one for your grandson. And then I don't know if you're in California or New York where they kind of prohibit you 
somehow from even making a religious declaration that you uh, uh, don't believe in these injections. Uh, but if you're not in those states, uh, please find religion or spirituality enough to say, yeah, I believe this is a violation of our fundamental religious or spiritual beliefs and that you would never allow them to, ha to do this to your child or in this type grandchild. But now you have to obviously go through the parents to see if they agree with that. If the father doesn't, it's a, it's a difficult situation. Uh, but uh, any, any y'all out there, I know you have other things that you would throw in. Uh, my mind is racing because I'm partially very upset hearing this. What about a zeolite? Yeah, the zeolites also to bind the metals. We have a colloidal form of zeolite available on our website. Uh, even the, the, um, the energy bits, which have the chlorella and the uh, spirulina, would be a great combination, yep. easy thing the, to introduce. The yeah. zeolite is the pure body extra. Yeah, what that could help bind things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think West Virginia... Lori, the last I heard, and, and you correct me if I'm wrong, maybe uh, check out with the NVIC, but that West Virginia finally uh, uh, declared unconstitutional the lack of a religious option to say no to the vaccines, because West Virginia was one of those states years ago. I could be wrong, but I have a memory of that somewhere recently, not in the, not to, to the distant future, of, I mean past, uh, that they had uh, rescinded that or made available religious exemptions, even West Virginia. But I don't know where tough enough a one is 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 contacting us from but uh i'm glad we we at least got to address a, li a little bit of that um any other questions coming through or oh, that was the main one that was it okay california they're in california of course they're in california the one place where they make it impossible to, to get out of it um it's, it's just so sad uh, i just you know and this is where the, you know the, the the hard ass in me says either move or, you know, build a fortress around your your kids to protect them from these assaults. But again, unless the dad knows how important it is to stop this, um, then they say, well, it's a small price to pay so my kid can go to school. Well, it's, it can be a big price. And I pray that you're not going to pay a big price and that kid is not going to pay a big price for it. I don't wish ill will on anybody in this regard. I don't want that. I just know, acknowledge, and 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 realize that even if it isn't a severe adverse event, which I hope it isn't, uh, that the burden going through his life now, it, it really goes up significantly unless, as you talk about your question here from the grandparents, you start responding, reacting, and, and removing things as much as possible. And these shots are different than mRNA injections. They are. So it is possible to remove them, but it isn't as easy as not getting them to begin with. Mississippi right. got their religious exemption back. Thank you, Lori. Yeah, that was it. See, I remembered one state. It was Mississippi, not West Virginia. Thank you. All right, what else we got? You said there were more things to do. Are we making any more calls to the winners today? Um, We could. We do have a meeting at the bottom of the hour. Oh, we do? Okay, so we can't go long, super long. Yeah, so maybe we'll we'll pick that up tomorrow. I don't know. We could try making one if you want. We did TJ, DJ Katie Organic. We did Erica. We did Chris. So the other mm -hmm. uh, top three winner, uh, Thomas, who mm -hmm. lives in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Baton Rouge. We, we have Say not right. talked to you yet. <clears throat> you going to try them? Uh, I could. Here, okay. On. You got to... Uh, entertain the masses while I do so. Now, based on what we did today about the Cancer Control Society event, do you want to go? 
Talking to me? Yeah. Dude. I'm not saying you have to, but would you want to? I mean, doesn't it sound really awesome? They all sound awesome. I just, dude, I can't get out of here. I know. I'm not saying you have to. I'm just, just saying. Sure. In a, in, in a perfect world, theoretically. That Remember be. when we went to them, we had a great time. Like we went to the, uh, the, you know, the cannabis stuff. And, oh, yeah. No, but no, doubt. I, no doubt. I still long for a time, and I, I see that it might be possible sometime that, that you'll get back out with your wife, and we'll meet at an, an event somehow, some way, somewhere yeah. out there. Things are just too nuts right now. Yeah. I wish. I mean, I, I'm lucky to be able to do things like, you know, go to Ashland and or something like that, let alone something Some like... trips with the family, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so <clears throat> let's see what happens here. So far, we've been doing okay. We haven't had anybody freak out because we're calling them yet. Okay, that's good. Uh, yeah, that's so good. So we'll see what happens here with Thomas. Mm-hmm. All right. I just wonder why Darla Shine never called in and told her, told everybody why she listens to the Robert Scott Bell show. Darla, where are you? I know. Get her on the she show. She only talks to you on Twitter. Yeah, I know. She loves Twitter. But, but you know, when I go down to Sarasota, uh, we'll often connect, which is really nice. I appreciate her. She's such a sweetheart yeah. uh, and just has a golden heart, really. Darla, shout out if you're listening. All right, here we go. Yeah. Calling calling uh, number four, Thomas. <clears throat> okay, let him know he's on the air. Yes. Just in case. Look, can't hear. Leslie I, wants to I hear Darla. Yeah. I can't hear him. No? Hold on, hold on. Gotta make this, the... Is this not working? Hold on. Uh, you have to pot up the volume. What did you do yesterday? It was so successful. That's totally working there. Let's see here. Let me try it again. It may Where's our have... long-lost pal Marlon Glenn from Motor City Health? His right? wife, Tasha's, is her birthday today. Tasha, if you're listening, happy birthday. Wonderful family. Her kids are grown now by now, I think, too. It's amazing. Please. Okay, now it's working. Okay. Ah, okay. <clears throat> All right, so let's try that again here. All right. Recents. I going to think somebody's pranking him. I know, right? <laughs> Where is Marlon? Ringing it up. If it's a cell phone, it could follow him to work. Even I don't know. True. Most of them are. Sorry, we'll leave him a, a voicemail like we did with Chris, who called back. Okay. By the way. Oh, great. Okay. Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. Two. All right. We'll not uh, let the uh, the phone number go right. out over the air. Yeah. Zero. All right. Zero. Is not available. At the tone, please oh, record your Thomas message. is calling. Hold on, let's see here. Okay. I think I, I, think I can do this. One All right. Or more options. Here we go. Hello? Hello? Thomas? Yes, it is. Thomas, this is Super Don with the Robert Scott Bell Show. I need to ask you a quick question. Do you mind if we get you on the air? No. Well, for what, though? Well, heck, dude. Call it Mr. Mr. Louisiana. You uh, entered a contest a couple of weeks ago in order to win some apricots from Robert's uh, very own organic apricot tree. And uh, we I did, yeah, we, I I absolutely we, did. That would be great. We spun the wheel, and you were one of our winners. No. Yes. Okay, no, actually, Unbelievable. no. Actually, no, no. Oh, we were just joking <laughs> with. No, of course, yes, you did win. We, you are on the air right now, by the way. 
No, I'm really? Seriously? Yes, Thomas, you are. Thank you for calling in and telling everybody why you listen to or watch the show, and we appreciate that. We enjoyed your comments as well, and I'm happy to send you some uh, my freeze-dried apricots from my uh, backyard tree and uh, as, a, as, a, as a bit of gratitude back at you. Oh, man, this will make my day. It's been so hot around here. It's even You can't even go to a farmer's market. The produce just melts. That's what I heard. Um, I it, mean, they've, they've actually, I think, didn't, didn't the governor uh, declare a state of emergency over that? It's, it's a wildfire risk almost, not to the level of what's happened in, say, Hawaii or, you know, other states. But, yeah, a lit cigarette causes a major fire right now. It's so dry. I mean, it's 25 days, I think, of over 100. It feels like 115 here wow. in Louisiana. Oh my gosh, that's Dude. crazy! Now I, mean, I lived. Everybody just hopes. I lived I mean, in Louisiana. Everybody's just hoping for cooler weather come football season so that they can watch the Tigers. Oh sure, absolutely. Yeah. I lived in Louisiana for a year, and uh, I can remember that the reason is because it's so humid. So you, you know you get those high temperatures where you know somewhere like where you're at, Robert, or where I'm at, it's hot. And you're like, man, it's really hot, but the uh, the humidity just makes it a killer. Uh, in in Louisiana, and apparently, I guess the governor just recently declared a state of emergency yeah. over the fact that the the temperatures have been so high. So, any, yep, I mean, anyway. we're just trying yeah. not to get too trying not to get too hot, but no, those will definitely uh, be eaten and enjoyed. And I really appreciate you know the opportunity to to win and participate in those giveaways, and I'll continue to to listen and watch. All right. Well, listen. Here's what we need from you. <clears throat> if you could do me a favor, and if yeah. you could either shoot me an email at askrsb at gmail.com, or if you want to call that number, 866-939-2355, then leave us your shipping address because we need that in order to be able to send it to you. All right. Sorry. Give me that number one more time. You bet. 866-939-2355. Eight six six nine three nine two six five five two three five five two three five five. Correct. Okay, I'm sorry. No, no, no worries. All right. Yeah. So I, just, I, I really appreciate it, and I'll give them my address. When do you think they'll mail them out so I can look for them? Oh, I, I'm probably as soon as I have the address, they it could probably go out as early as Friday. Uh, but uh, I'll just oh. ship them out to you, whatever you say to send them to. And again, thanks. And and do do we know how you first encountered the show here that you you found out about us? I I have a, a buzzwords and different things that I search for on Twitter. I'm very active on Twitter when I'm not working, you know, in between customers. Mm -hmm. And I stumbled across it, and I said, "Man, this is a, a really cool show." And they cover a lot of variety of topics. You know, I just found it to be a really engaging and you know thought provoking show. A lot of people just get on the radio or on TV and read material and there's no in game to what they're, you know, actually talking about. And they don't have quality, you know, material that they discuss or they talk about the same thing just over and over and over beating the drum about the same, you know, political issues or, you know, stuff that's overplayed and nobody cares about, you know, and I only want to listen to so much ESPN radio and stuff. And I feel like when I, when I listen to y'all show, it's, it's engaging and it's good material and I learn a lot. Wow. And sometimes we do talk sports. <laughs> can can you send him an extra bag of apricots extra for, that? for that? That was awesome, <laughs> dude. Find out it's about through Twitter or now X, and who knew? I mean, that, I'm blushing. That's really cool. Yes, that's really cool. Well, that's what we hope to deliver as well. And uh, 
Uh, I'm with you. That's part Super Don coming from talk radio, as, as I did, uh, Thomas. We also were like, enough of the same old, same old stuff. This is not what we do, not what we can do. We bore ourselves to tears. So I'm glad you acknowledge and recognize that, too. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, the fact that you reach out to listeners and try to get uh, feedback, good, bad, ugly, you know, all of the above is 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 appreciated, too, because things can only improve or get better, you know, by feedback from people. And I feel like that that's, you know, a, a trait that a lot of people don't have and, and wouldn't ask for because they'd be scared to get their feelings hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We have no feelings here on the Robert Scott Bell Show yeah. that could be hurt, except when Super Don yells at me. Then it, it's, it's oh, all whatever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Thomas, do you, do you, do you have a, a business or service that we can do a shout out for or you want to remain anonymous? That's fine, too. But certainly love to say thanks and shout out whatever it is you do for work. I, I actually just work at a privately run company and they, they probably don't want their, you know, their, sure. their name hollered out on the air. I mean, no problem. Not that it would hurt anything, but they just, they probably don't. And I just work for them, you know? Gotcha. Yeah, no, I, that's why I asked. But again, I appreciate you being out there. You stay somehow stay cool in the midst of that. And we'll send you some cool freeze dried apricots as a thank you. I really appreciate it. I'm looking forward to getting those. All right, Thomas. We'll appreciate it again and uh, keep on listening. Yeah, and keep sharing the show as long as you don't lose your job over it. There you go. Now, I'll find that middle ground to keep them happy and still be able to get my, <laughs> my ears, you know, uh, tuned in. All right. Awesome. You have, a, you have a great day, Thomas. You too. No problem. Have a great day. Thank you so much. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Dude, that we learned something that I didn't expect to learn today, uh, uh, how, how he found the show. That's an unusual story I've not heard before. Um, yeah, wow, right? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, there's so much to unpack there uh, on his, his uh, what he had to say there. I mean, I'm, I'm trying not to, not to mm-hmm. you know, Dude, head getting you, big. Yeah, here. your head should swell because you do a great job making this thing happen. I mean, I just, you know, I'll be honest with you. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't even know. It's like, I, I need people to tell us these things because I have no idea. You know, we've been doing this for so long now. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you know, wake up in the morning, do the thing that it's, it's over with. It's like my son comes in. Oh, how was the show today? Uh, yeah, it was it was a show. It was good. Yeah. You know, whatever. Because, you know, it's just it's just it's a part of, of our lives. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's just part of the routine. Mm-hmm. So, you know, getting that kind of input is uh, is important. And to hear that Thomas is enjoying the show to that degree is a bit mind blowing. Well, how about that? You know, we're not redundant and repetitive after all these years. Isn't that something? Uh, Hegelian dialectic. Okay. Um, bureaucratic oligarchy. It's not that we can't say um, stuff once or twice. A Church week of pharmaceutical or mysticism. Oh, now you're telling me I am repetitive and redundant. <laughs> Thanks a lot, buddy. It's a drinking game, man. I'm yes. Yeah. Yes. No, there are certain themes and things we're not going to abandon. <clears throat> of course. But no, the ways to communicate them are important. Uh, and uh, I just. You know, it is amazing that uh, you know I've said this over the years. Remember when we went from once a week Sunday, uh, and this is again shout out to Mike Adams, the Health Ranger. Who's, you know, you guys did the Natural News Radio to start, and then we went six days a week, and we were six days a week since 2011 Groundhog Day. Uh, we eventually modified our Sunday show to one hour, pretty much. You know, with we could go longer, but we've done the the, the conversation on Sunday, so it's basically five and a half days a week, but it's six days a week still, uh, and. People say, how do you come up with all this stuff? I say, well, I have the, most, the best producer in the world, and I've got a lot to say. 
about all that stuff. And we don't. Well, and you're, dude. I, you know, listen. Over the years, um, I just got a message from Anna. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think there's really been anything. Was was very few exceptions. I mean, I can pretty much throw anything at you, anything, any combination of things, (laughs) and and you've always got something to say. And you and you do you do figure out how to segue from one to the other, which is an art. Um, so it's. Oh, I remember yeah. when Batar would give me crap if the segue wasn't perfect. Yes, I, I mean there, there was some things like that, but it was funny. Yeah. Uh, but it, I, I got to that point. Was it last week when we had uh, Cyrus on from Cy West? Yeah, uh, a good guy. But I I got to that point where I admitted like I don't even know what to ask you. And I, I don't. <laughs> I know. And then you mess you message me. Do you do you have any questions? Do you have any I'm questions? like questions. I'm like I, this is a you know because there was a realm that. I don't have great expertise. And I had interest and intrigue because what he was sharing, with, I felt was very important. But there are folks in the audience that were like all over it and knew exactly what he was talking about. And I'm not saying I didn't understand any of it. But, you know, there's a point where you go, I, I'm not even certain what to ask, which normally that's, I, I, if I went more into the human aspect, which a lot of my interviews do, even though there are specific areas that we want to cover, uh, I want to go there. But I felt like there was something so important what this what he was communicating about the technology, the specific thing that he was providing, that I, I, I wanted to have that given the time I felt it was needed. So it was an unusual moment in, in all the years I've interviewed to say, look, I don't even know what to ask because there's something here that I don't fully in, understand or engage in with that technology. And so it was, but I'm, I'm happy to go, I don't know something, you know? And it's like, I don't know if it was a shock to everybody. I hope it wasn't. RSP doesn't know everything. <laughs> Mr. Know-it-all. That's not yes. me. I know a lot, but you guys know a lot, too. So, Anyway, so All that right. was fun. Well, that was fun. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. All right, so we got, uh, we got eight minutes here. Oh, are we on for the bottom of the hour? We meeting? are for the bottom of the hour with okay. Anna. Okay, so, well, let's do it then. Doing and some, uh, some, some uh, having a powwow, and that's not racist. It's just... <laughs> It, or maybe it is. I don't know. Are you gonna smoke a peace pipe too? By the by the uh, yeah, we'll trade some wampum. Wampum. Anyway, uh, so behind the scenes stuff going on here with our social media and stuff. So yeah, stuff's happening. I'm like dizzy with it. And Anna, thank you so much. And we're gonna talk about what's what's evolving there. And if you guys have again suggestions, comments, questions, you can call us. You can leave messages and and you can type them in at robertscottbell.com, of course. Uh, various social media channels that we're not as good at following up on. So if you want to be certain that we see it, submit it to robertscottbell.com or leave that voicemail at that toll-free number you said, 866-939-2355, 866-939-BELL. After the show, maybe while we're doing our meeting, I can do the uh, Zoom invite for AMA. It's this Saturday, the 26th of August, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. All right, sounds good. Thanks for hanging out with us, guys. We will be back tomorrow with, uh, I think, who do we have on tomorrow? Dr. Jack James Mm -hmm. Lyons-Weiler. Perfect timing. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow.